from calling out corrupt politics, citing the United States Constitution to explore in American history. You're the relentless patriots. Now, without further ado, here is the most relentless patriot of them all, relentless patriot Frank. What's going on, Patriots? This is another episode of the Relentless Patriots with yours truly, Relentless Patriot Frank. I'm happy to be on here today to discuss very pressing matters in terms of masculinity in today's society. As you know, it's under attack. As you know, as men, we, we are, we are being destroyed. We're being criticized. We're being ostracized from society. A lot of our own, our own uh, will to be men and to do the right thing and to be married and to be, you know, you know, be to be faithful, to be Christian, to be strong in the face of everything. We know what's happening right this second, and I can promise you, in the next couple of minutes. Before we have an awesome live interview with Adam Venna, I'm just going to read something for all you that maybe, maybe could reinvoke, maybe can reinvoke the inner patriot, the inner patriotic man in all of us. This is one of my favorite reads. This is actually the Sons of Liberty Manifesto, and it was written by Tanner Cook not too long ago. So this is against tyranny. And what our forefathers had taught us and how we should act and how we should confront it. Thomas Jefferson, words are not enough. The struggle for liberty under the heel of tyrants is a political struggle. That is to say, an unresolved conflict. Political solutions are defined by the coercive enforcement, meaning the medium of politics is violence. The patriot desires something that the tyrant has no intention of granting. And the patriot has no inclination to submit. This conflict can only be resolved through the use of force, the use of liberty, and the reasoning to stand for such a thing, for such a cause. This isn't to say that words are ineffective. The sons of liberty themselves spread their message and insurrection through the written word, but words alone are simply not enough. The message of liberty has been in writing since mankind could write. Yet here we are. Much has been said concerning the value of freedom, so much so that there remains nothing new to say about it. The greatest minds of philosophy, history, economics, and poetry have all urged the human race to put down their claims to power and embrace voluntary cooperation to live and let live. Yet here we are. The decision to face the forces of tyranny is not one that should be taken lightly. The institution of the state is a powerful apparatus, so much that it may not even lift the finger to crush you. Remember, the state is merely the head of the body, and the body may very well act against your resistance even before the head moves to notice you. But we are not the first to consider this decision. There have been many before us, some have found their way into legend, Others have been stamped out and will never be known, but they exist nonetheless. Samuel Adams. It does not take a majority to prevail, but rather than irate, tireless minority, keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. 
Both victories, large and small, are the greatest method of recruitment. I mean, if you guys take an example, it says here, Spartacus moved from the countryside. He liberated more and more slaves from their villas and towns. But even though they, these were small, seemingly insignificant raids, slaves in the neighboring areas heard the tales of, a, of the victorious band of slaves persuading them to rise above their own masters and join the cause, as well as for William Wallace. The greater the victory, the more exponential effect it had on recruitment. This is what we have to remember as patriots. So in the next couple of minutes, we'll have Adam Venna on here. I'm very excited to have him. He's facing such a tyranny, as we all are as men. And we have to have a stronger bond here, especially within the patriotic and conservative realm, to support good men. To stand up for men that love liberty, that love the freedoms that we've been granted by our forefathers and our creator. And as our responsibility as patriots, we must safeguard them because we are losing them every single day that we let these tyrants stay in office. More and more laws are being passed against our constitutional values, fundamentals and rights. We know this. People are losing their children to radical feminists, such as Adam Venet. And when he comes on, he's going to explain to everyone what his particular situation is. Because this is happening more and more in these ridiculous liberal states that I, can, I can't even stand to even mention on here. You know, because the amount of garbage, the amount of laws, the amount of, uh, you know, economic sustainability... That all these uh, uh, that all these laws are going to do to us, the amount of depopulation that's in the agenda, the amount of garbage, is horrendous. And I'm pretty sure all of you guys are just as much, if not more, disgusted. Let's see how the connection is working today. Hopefully, I won't get censored, as usual. John, how are you, man? Sure, okay. going. You got me all right? Ready to rock over here? All right, let's see. What Get Adam in here now. Okay, let's uh, get Adam up in here. Let's see how the connection is going to work against the New World Order tonight, guys. It's very difficult on this platform, as you all know. Adam, <laughs> what's going on, guys? Let me just oh, my head real quick. How you doing? Hitting on. I got it. Everyone's having a cigar. I'm having a coffee. I'm jealous. Yeah. Look at this. We're matching now. <laughs> Nice. What's going on, gentlemen? Nice to finally meet you. Yeah, pleasure to meet you, man. So, yeah, it really is a pleasure to right here. So, okay. So I just real quick want to open up in prayer. That's all right. Before we uh, get this, you know, the show on the road. Absolutely. So, um, a word in prayer. Sure, we're listening. Okay. Yep, so, okay, so I'm going to take us off. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, we come before you on this evening. Um, we just ask that we're in a really bad state of affairs as far as with this country and the way things are headed, Lord. I also just want to uh, kick off with um, saying, within the state of uh, a situation as far as with the state of California, Lord, that you basically have your hand over him and his son as well and make sure that his son is, is protected, Lord, and getting the strength that he needs. Uh, as he continues to uphill battle, Lord. Um, I also just want to pray just for 
the whole case and just the courts and just everything that so corrupted and just wicked. There's no word to say that, you know. Um, I really think that this time, Lord, it really calls for strong, honorable men before you that actually that are devoted to you and also to be uh, appraised by you, Lord, just like your son Christ that died for us. So with that being said, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Very well said, John. Thank you. I just, uh, thank you very much. I want to thank all you guys for being on here tonight to discuss the uh, the uh, situation at hand in the matters of men and how men today are being more and more oppressed and oppressed, you could say, to not be men anymore. And we have to we have to address these issues, gentlemen, as patriots of this country, as the safeguard safeguardians of liberty and freedom. And it's time for us all to stand. We're here for Adam. Adam is going to be discussing uh, with us his current situation and latest update with his son Aiden in his uh, custody battle and everything that's been happening to him. Adam, so when you have a second, uh, can you hear us okay? I can hear you guys perfect. Yes. Awesome. Okay, cool. All right, we're going we're gonna to pass the, the mic over to you real quick. Okay. So once again, it was a pleasure. Thank you for reaching out to me, and uh, thank you for the support on uh, for me trying to get my my crazy, crazy story um, out there into the public. Um, I think uh, this this whole gender ideology thing started when my son was uh, two years old. Uh, my son is now five, five years old. Uh, when he was two, I received a picture from him, uh, from his mother with him in a pink dress. Um, and, and I think like any father, any man would have stood up and said something about it. And I was, I was upset. Um, I also want to let my again my followers and your followers know that that in this whole entire time there's never been any physical violence towards her, nor has there ever been any physical violence towards my son. Everything that has that has happened to me has been words, words that have been spoken, and I don't think there's not one man or woman that can say we have not, we've never been in a fight with our significant other. We've 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 yelled at our significant other. We've we've called our significant other names. Right. Are they right to say that about our significant? No, but that's what happened in my case. So everything that's happened to me in my case has been words and text messages. Um, so when I received that picture from my son's mother, I was quite upset. I sent text messages. I called her on the phone and I said, "Hey, he's a boy. Don't you dress him in girls' clothes?" And at that point, I thought she had stopped. Um, and the last time I saw my son was on June 26th, um, three years ago. It was on his birthday. Unbelievable. Um, yeah. And, uh, my son was potty training at the time. We finished potty training him. I mean, he finished going to the restroom. I helped him wash his hands. He was three at the time. Um, and then that's when he told me, he said, daddy, my mommy bought me a pink, pink dress. And the way I'm going to tell to you guys is exactly the way I told my son. I got down on one knee, I looked him in the eye, and I said, hey, buddy, you're a boy, and boys don't wear dresses. And he said, okay, daddy. And we walked away, went back to cake and ice cream, went back to presents. Everything was good. And I'll be honest with you guys, man, I was fuming inside when, when I was told that. Um, and I waited about two days, and then that's when I really unleashed my, my text messages. Um, and phone calls on her um that's unbelievable yeah and within um within three weeks i got a knock on the front door by our local sheriff's department 
and they put me on a temporary restraining order. Um, <laughs> yeah, they put, mind you, the last time I, I'm 43 years old, the last time I was in court was when I was 16, and it was because of a cigarette ticket. So let me um, get this straight. They put a restraining order on you for standing up for what's right for your son. Yeah. Versus a complete psychopath who just decided to switch hit your son into into in, into Barbie girl. Is that is that is, so? Is this is this what what society yeah. has amounted Always. to in terms of parental rights? Like you're you're okay. So you as a man aren't allowed to tell the woman that this is not what you should be doing to our son. Right. And as a result, that gets you a restraining order. Simply for speaking facts, yes, and standing yeah. up for your son's, uh, you could say his own bodily autonomy. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. I, I was mad. There was cuss words. There was name calling. But in none of those text messages where I'm going to come over there and kidnap our son. Never, I'm going to come over there and beat your ass. None of that. There was none of that. It was just basically saying he is a boy. Don't dress him in girls' clothes. And I got hit because I sent her 46 text messages in a row. I got hit with a temporary restraining order. Oh, my God. And I, did, I was on a temporary restraining order up until um, about a month ago. And we went to a – there's a lot I'm skipping in between right now. But they finally restrained me from both her and my son for five years. Um, so that technically, that would have put me on – that's going to put me on a restraining order for a total of eight years. Um, also – in the court that to re to restrain a father or a parent from a kid there has to be um abuse physical abuse and neglect to remove a, a a child from a parent and in none of my times has there ever been neglect or abuse to either or of them but they still removed me as the father guys man, i got I got hit with a restraining order violation because I, I pay for his dental insurance, his medical. I pay for I pay for everything. And of course, I, and as, as usual, you yeah, are labeled the enemy. I got the cops called on me and for a violation of the restraining order because I texted her through a quarter pointed out how did my son's dental appointment go? Heaven forbid you actually wow. still try to be his father whether she has a restraining order against you or not that is still your son at the end of the day and how yeah. dare she even have the audacity to do any of that in particular i i don't know what set this off in her brain but i can tell you this much we all know it has a lot to do with this modern radical feminization of the woman this whole uh you know joint group collectivism with the whole lgbtq community and the amount of uh the, the disgusting effects it has on the mental psyche as is even when it comes to children everybody knows at this point that over 40 percent of the children that were brainwashed by this later in life they they ended up um on antidepressants committed suicide or tried to go back to reversing their sex change operations and it didn't work out so well for them yeah and their parents are the ones that are inducing this on them and i feel terrible at this whole entire thing because that's what your wife's doing yeah she doesn't realize that this is complete mental and physical breakdown harm to your but son as a boy. real quick don't say that in court because then you get labeled the crazy person i have physically said that through emails to minors counsel opposing counsel judges that what you guys are doing to my son is even before i even knew what grooming grooming was
even before I, 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 I got where I am today in this whole thing, I knew deep down inside that what she was doing to my son was brainwashing and what she was doing to my son was a child abuse. And I have brought that up numerous of times and they, guys, they don't want to hear it. I'm the crazy one for, 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 saying, for saying that she's the child abuser or opposing counsel is the child abuser or minors right, counsel. Right, because they're trying, they're trying to make all that garbage normal. Do you, yeah. know what's, do you know what set this off from the start? Like, I, did you see any type of changes in behavior from your wife or different types of uh, thought processes happen? So I almost once a month, I asked my parents, did I miss anything with my son? You know, because sometimes you miss something like, did, did you, I said, Pop, did you ever see anything in your grandson, Aiden, that he wanted to be a girl? And he said, absolutely not, Adam. He said, that boy was a boy's boy. He liked dirt. He liked cars. He liked roughhousing. He liked getting beat up. He liked all the normal boy's stuff. You know, if something would have, if something would have sparked that when I had custody of him, then maybe I would have thought about it. Like, okay, well, something's going on. Let's figure what's going on. But what I would not have done is gone from A to Z. And like I say in a lot of my stuff that I speak about, what this court system has done, instead of like a doctor, when you have something going on with you, you go to the doctor and the doctor will treat you A, B, and C until you get better, right? That's how a doctor mm -hmm. does it. But in my son's case, these people went from A to Z. You know what I'm saying? He went they went from oh he likes dresses he's a full-on right. girl they went right off girl the deep now. end as they, as prescribed by the agenda right they never treated the middle they never not one time guys has this system ever sat me down as the father and said adam what do you think is going on with your son tell us what you think how you feel not one time have they ever done that it has always been very one-sided they have always taken her side they have always taken the, the Everything has been one-sided, and I have not had one say in any of this. And I've said it in court. If you guys would have sat me down to ask me how I feel, what I think is going on with my son, you wouldn't have the pissed-off father that you have on your hands today. But because you one-sided all this, you have the angry father that you have today. You have the angry father that used to just like to be in his own little bubble. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Not very, not very social. I never liked social media. I was on it, but I had never. But because of what you guys did to me, I had to get my story out. You know, out. Um, my first judge is the judge that this is going to blow everyone's mind. The first judge is the from Pasadena, California. The judge ordered a gender assessment to be done on my son at Children's Hospital of Los Angeles. A gender assessment. Mm -hmm. at, at, yeah, we know how that goes. Yeah, at three years old. At three years old, a gender assessment. Okay, there. Yeah. It's, I think it's time to arrest and round up all these pedophile judges as well, because all they do is give slaps on the wrist to people like, uh, you know, <laughs> first yeah. and first and second uh, of offenders. So yeah, yeah. it's yeah. time to take so, them out. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So, go ahead. So oh, no, I, I was just gonna say that um, to break families up, and that's be you know, odds gone is true. Like they're basically trying to radicalize and basically denuclear the or sorry, basically nuclearize the family. You know, there's no basically ground, you yes, know, yeah. morale anymore. Everything that basically that was said back in the thirties up until like the eighties even is basically gone. I mean, this is the type of stuff that George Orwell has actually talked about in his book. You know, so like, that book came out. It is completely Orwellian, you know, like, absolutely it is. Yeah.
So I, I think initially, Adam, is that where you're at, basically you're at you know ground zero essentially. They're not giving you basically a fighting chance to actually take your team. It's just this guy's basically nope. a white. Uh, I'll be honest with you, if you're living in California as a straight white privileged male in the eyes of the state. That's exactly what it is. Yeah, I'm a white conservative Christian male. That's that's what I am. That and hold on exactly. forbid you actually have that in this country. Yeah, yeah. And that's how I really feel. Not even being the, the, the color of my skin or anything, but they, ha they have taken my belief system and completely trampled on it. They have taken the traditional family values that I hold dear in my heart, and they don't want to hear about it. I not one time in court do I ever bring up my Christ, my my faith. Not one time do I ever bring up my political side. Nothing like that. Yep. My main focus has always been my son, and because my values don't lean on their side, it's 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 crazy, man. It's I feel so bad for my son. My grand his grandparents have been. I've been criminalized. That his grandparents have been criminalized. We haven't had Aiden in three years. That means there's we're going on four years without any holiday season with my son. Unbelievable. Um, I am so sorry. And it's just, you know, I can't. Yeah, John, John, why don't you go ahead and share what you've yeah. been going through with your own? Because John so, also has a very similar circumstance. Yeah, Maybe so, not as extreme, so, but it's the same yeah. idea. So basically, about a year ago, I... Uh, what you like someone, but I'm the sense of the extreme of, you know, my son basically transitioning into a girl. It was more or less that, you know, I had to, I actually found out five or what we had, six months ago that I actually had a son and everything because everything basically kept hitting me from my ex because there was just no, after we split up, that was pretty much it. And I ended up getting, actually finding out through Facebook that my son was basically born with no idea. Um, to kind of get the, what do I call it, the details of, of the situation here is that, you know, it stinks, man, because it's like these women are so radicalized to think that they don't need a man in their life, especially something that's predominantly God-fearing. And, you know, with that being said, now, let me backtrack. Before I continue with that thought is that, when I mean God, I don't mean someone giving, you know, giving, I mean God is having a strong, uh, solid ground with the Lord. You know, and that's the one thing that actually really helped me get through the situation I'm in with the Lord, just having God and having that fortitude, knowing that I could take on, you know, that giant. But, you know, before I kind of digress, I just want to say is back to my situation was that I was dealing with somebody that, you know, uh, how do I put it, on more or less of an opposition. So, you know, when you're basically dealing with somebody like that on that, like put it, on that level, it's a completely different realm. You know, there's nothing else that you could basically do to convince that person and vice versa. So initially, what my son is that, like, I haven't had, I, I mean, I've seen him about, like, maybe, what was it, about in October, well, towards the end of October. I actually seen the last uh, two weeks actually prior before the beginning of October. And this is the type of, you know, nonsense that we're doing. My son was vaccinated uh, vaccine and stuff like that as far as I'm concerned. And to be honest with you guys, that, that's not right. I, I don't think that a child should be vaccinated or be forced to have anything in their body or altered to their body at such a young age. Absolutely. You know, it should be discussed by both, by both parties, whether they're together or not. You know, because there are some things that, like, for example, uh, let's just say, Adam, because you can relate to this, that there's things that you talk about, you know, you know, so. so there should be some open uh, your connection's coming in a little choppy john um oh. okay you guys uh, hear me? your uh your so, connection's coming in a little choppy i don't know if you can uh adjust your headset or whatever it needs to be okay can you guys hear me yeah that's a little yeah. better 
So okay, you cool. know, and look, guys, I'm John's great. I'm, I'm John's good friend. Him and I, yeah. we're side by side in battle, no matter what. We're always brothers in arms. We started this group together, um, and we're always looking for more, more people that want to side up, you know, against the enemy, against all this evil that's happening. I saw this firsthand happen to him. I can't see my son. Oh my God, I have a son. Why is she not letting me see my son? And she's spreading all these fake rumors about me, telling me how much of a piece of crap I am. Like this is today's modern woman, people. You should be very careful careful with not only who you date but who you marry who you decide to have kids with because these women out there today will take complete advantage of you and leave you with nothing and on top of that your son or your daughter or anything else that they decide to take from you even your pet i mean i've heard stories about like how the woman took away the pet during the divorce you know a man's dog i mean we, we know how important that sometimes pets are in the family home you know, especially yeah. if you decide to have one and you have it around the kids and everything, how it's kind of like, you know, it's a joint in thing and you take away something like that from the man. Meanwhile, the man bought the pet. Yeah. The man right. takes care of the pet. What what, uh, what what has some of the women done? Just walk them and feed them? I mean, come on, man. No, no. The, the man wanted to have the dog and, and, and the house with the picket fence and have a dream reality for themselves or an American dream, you can say. And then you're going to take away that part, too? Yeah, yeah. Everything, it's mine. Everything's mine. No, 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 no. It, guys, the time for men to stand and rise is now because we are in dark times. We are in weak times. The fact that both of you can't see your children and I don't have any, it disgusts me. It disgusts yeah. me. One, you don't know if you're going to have a daughter at the end of the day or a son. And two, for even for you, John, I'm just like, your your kid's a newborn, basically. Yeah. He's only several months old. Yeah, there's another guy that I, there's another guy that I talked to that didn't even know he had, he, he went 15 months before, before he found out that he had a kid. And wow. now, 15 months before he found out that he had a son, and when he did get a son, come to find out the mother is doing almost the same exact thing as what what's happening to my son um he's technically now non-binary um in my situation in my situation my son according to the mother and the so according to the attorney and my and my son's mother my son at the age of five is now full transgender um my oh my, son, God. my son has five years old he has she her pronouns they refer to my son in court as my daughter, um, and he goes by the name of Violet. The brainwashing is real, people. This is how this is how low people have gone, and for what? A brainwashed demonic agenda in which they can't even see past uh, the the rainbow right in front of them. I mean, come on. How are we going to sit here and allow women to take control? And this is exactly no offense to you know to the good women out there, but we know there's a crap ton more that are just like this yep. a lot of women vote for the left yeah. a lot of women fell for the brainwashing and a lot of women think that this is some type of acute endeavor to turn their son into a freaking little barbie girl it's ridiculous yeah. it's outrageous yeah we, so, there's another I just, yeah i'm sorry i'm no, sorry to go ahead no i was just gonna say that there's another father up in northern california who had a daughter the mother brainwashed the daughter or something and the and the daughter now the mother took the daughter to have a double mastectomy and now is being referred to a 
re referred to as a boy. Um, we have we have Jeff Younger in Texas. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Jeff Younger. His 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 wife, because of California, I'll get on one bill, a few bills, but there's one bill here in the state of California, SB 107, that turned California into a transgender the transgender sanctuary state, right? Correct. Yes. So Jeff Younger, his wife, was trying to transition the kid, removed, took the kids from Texas to California to get the gender affirming care for the, for those for his boys. Jeff Younger is from last time I last video I saw, he's almost a million dollars invested in fighting for his sons in in California. Unbelievable. So, fighting for custody just so their kids can grow up normal. To grow up normal. I've dude, when it going back to the children's hospital thing, man, I asked to be present in the with the doctor to ask the doctor questions why how they got to A to B in regards to okay, does my son have gender dysphoria or what's going on with my son? I the the lawyers would not and the judge would not allow me to sit in on the assessment. I was denied that. When I asked to have a uh, I hired my own personal child therapist to sit in on the assessment, not sway left or right, but to sit there and listen, they denied that child therapist. And then when I asked for a phone call from the doctor to ask, again, one-sided, to ask my own personal questions, I was denied that. And I, w I have been denied everything along in this process for my son, everything. This is unbelievable. I'm, I posted a, a comment here. I pinned up a comment from Be Positive 777. Massive false praise and empowerment showered on the few women who do this. Exactly. If you were to ever ask one of these crazy lunatics why they're doing this, they can never give you a legitimized answer. It's like, no. well, he feels this way. Well, we know that women go off of feelings most of the time anyway. But you can't just do you can't mess around with your with your kid's sexuality. And I and I do fear, you know, and for the certain children that are also adopted by the LGBT community, because if you notice, they end up almost uh, nine times out of ten the same way. So it's all automatically being put into their brain that they're gay or lesbian because they have two moms yeah. or two dads. I mean, I, it's just... I, 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 I'm going to comment on that. Uh, some of my biggest supporters um, that have helped me out so much are Gays Against Groomers. Yeah, um, they, I, know, I know that group, yes. Yeah, they have stepped up to the plate along with the mom army, um, the mom army and also, uh, Patriot Barbie. Patriot Barbie is the one that really kicked this whole thing off for me. Um, he's awesome. I, I started this whole thing by just trying to stay connected with my son by making videos in the cab of my truck, um, before work, just saying good morning to my son. And she made a video and it, this is where it's gotten to be today. I didn't start my videos wanting to get to be on your guys's podcast or, or going to the Capitol building and trying to fight for you know these outrageous bills that they're passing out on the sun. Um, I was just trying to stay connected to my son. But this group, uh, Gays Against Groomers, has they man, and I I can't speak more positive positive about this these group of people. They they are one hundred percent focused on stopping right. the mutilation. We know it's kids. not really about every single gay group out there right 
or the type of people. No, I mean, there's there's some that are completely against all of this. Yeah. I, knew, I knew a couple in which they they wanted to grow their daughter up as just straight, you know, because the, the father wasn't in the daughter's life. So the mom ended up turning into a bisexual and she started dating a woman and, and the uh, daughter, no, like, no, we want her to go out with boys. Right. They were actually promoting that, right. that regular traditional way to be. Yeah, and yeah. I give I give them a lot of praise and a lot of credit for that, you know. But that's a dime a dozen in this yeah ridiculous my, world that we live yeah. in. Um, my new attorney, he he is awesome. He's he's gay, but he is the one of the biggest conservatives I know, and he lets these people have it. Dude, he he uses all the triggering words to them, like tranny, <laughs> that kind of stuff, you know. <laughs> they, good, it, yeah. Because he's so against what one what they're doing to my son, and two what they're doing to the, he's he's against what they're doing to the kids, you know he is he, he's he, me and my attorney are up against we're David and we're up against Goliath. Yeah, we, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And man, we have he was spot on in court on some of these things, man, and they, we still got shot down. We were not allowed to talk about the gender assessment, but they were allowed to talk about the gender assessment in court. Um, and it just absolutely... Imagine just sitting there and being and feeling helpless oh. to just saying anything that goes against their narrative. Imagine just sitting there as, as a white male, straight Christian male, right. just not being able to say your piece because you're going against you're going against our our feelings and uh you know the way the kids should be and the way we perceive children and no, come on man yeah, and that, uh, that's the key guys that's the key none of this case has been based off of facts none of this case nope. has been hard evidence everything has been based off of feelings and emotions and you cannot run a case off of feelings and emotions it has You're to correct. be fact based and everything is off of feelings and emotions in this case against me. Everything. Absolutely. You know, when you have a court system that is 85, 90% corrupt and it's filled to the brim with these liberal satanic morons that think that their, their latest and greatest uh, c contribution to this country is ruining the sexuality of our children, you, ha you, have, you have a direct example, a direct example example of how the system you have a two-tiered justice system you have the elites running the show we have deep population agenda 2030 that's happening before our very eyes with this whole thing the human population is at a decline at about one percent a year and it's mm -hmm. it's 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 dropping even further in the united states because less and less people are having children there's more marriages but then they don't end up uh being uh any any type of a long-term marriage uh, the divorce rate is now uh, 40 to 45 percent after the first two years. This is terrible, guys. And then a lot of people are, I mean, you could say what you want of it as you as you may like, but they're waiting until later to get married. Now, that, that, that's, yeah. either, that's either a safety measure or precaution, and that, that leads to better decision-making down the road, or people just don't want to get married anymore well, and do the actual so family life. Heard a statistic in, in in Italy that they haven't had a childbirth in three months in Italy. Yes. Yeah, in Italy, correct, correct. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead, John. Uh, oh no, I'm just gonna say with that, Adam. So I have a question for you. So as far as just update the audience and stuff like that, where you're at. So where do you see? Well, I'm I kind of be broken down to two questions, right? 
So the first one being is that as far as the state goes with, I know Gavin Newsom has signed some bills. Frankie was talking about this earlier, right? Where do you see this uphill, go, uh, uphill battle going with um, Newsom's basically uh, critical, oppressive laws for the, you know, for your son, stuff like that. And also, with that being said, where, where are you going to take it from here as far as, you know, the front path? So the only way that we can really overturn some of these, we, we, the only way that we can re overturn like SB 107, 6, uh, 665, there's so many more, and, and 1078. So let me just tell your viewers, 665 yep. bill passed uh, last month, and that allows 12-year-olds to emancipate themselves here in the state of California. Um, 107 is the sanctuary trans uh, transgender state, and 1078 now gives the power to the to California to tell what the school schools can uh, curriculum that they can put in the schools. Not so which means, challenged. Yeah. So which means that those that gender queer book that we that's going all over the United States knows about that book is going to be allowed to be put into schools because mm -hmm. of 1078. Um, and the only way that we, yeah, the only way that we can really, the only way that we can get these bills stopped and to stop the war on children that's happening all over the world, but specifically here in California, is that people have to stand up and vote these people out. That's the only way that we're going to stop this. Trump can come in next year, 2024, right? And he can say, you know what, there's two genders. Um, I'm gonna, we're gonna put a ban on, on sterilization of children. But again, it's states' rights. So if we yeah. don't change our local, our local politicians, our local government here in the state of California, this stuff is going to continue to go on with our kids. There's no stopping. We've got another guy in there, Scott Weiner, who's writing and and associated with a lot of these bills that that are going up against the kids. And the only way that we can save our children here, especially here in the state of California, is if we vote these people out. You know, we can mm. see we you look at the voting map here in the California, and ninety percent of it is red. NorCal is red. You know. Which doesn't make any sense in relation to the school systems or the laws. If 90% of, of the entirety of California just happens to be red, then what's going on, people? You know, we, we would know that all these George Soros paid politicians have been installed into every single aspect of our children's lives and including online, so, especially yeah. with Disney and human sex trafficking. That's a big deal. Yeah, so if you look at the state of California, voting record it's it's red almost up and down the coast but because the most densely populated areas sacramento yep, san francisco like over here in new york city yep same thing los angeles yep. and, and parts of san diego that's what flips this state to blue that's what flips this state to blue so no matter how much we vote for the people that are going to save our kids save our two-way uh, Second Amendment, save our, 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 our constitutional rights, as long as those little sections vote that way, the state is going to continue to go blue. And our children are going to get, are going to suffer, and they're going to suffer even more as long as these bills continue to get passed. Hey, you I know mean, what? When push comes to shove, if we can't get our votes and our voices heard, then it has to be done a different way. You know, yeah. I hate to yeah. say that on here, but I'm getting tired of waiting for the right people to get in to save the day for, for us. 
These yeah. people were installed. They were not voted in. They were installed. Oh. And the more we can get that type of terminology out there, the more we have a better chance of actually knowing what to do when it comes to facing them. Yeah. When people are put into positions of power, then I'm sorry, in accordance to Thomas Jefferson, then we have the right to abolish or remove said people. Especially if yeah. they're doing wicked and, and, and uh, cowardly things to us. And this is where our tax dollars are going on a daily basis, along with funding war and funding trafficking and funding all this ridiculous pedophilia that's going on in Hollyweird. I'm outright disgusted by all of it. Um, well, I'll, make even, gonna... I'll make you even more disgusted. L.A. County Super Board, uh, Lindsay, uh, I can't remember her last name. She had, a, she had a drag queen story hour in San Fernando Valley. I'm not surprised. Thank God, you. <laughs> thank God we got it shut down. Thank God. God, we got it shut down. I posted a video the day before we found out about it. She posted it a day before, a day before the drag queen was going to show her. His name is Pickles. Uh, give me, I'll give you, we're getting off the topic of my son, but Pickles, his, his goal is to have drag queen story time, basically from K through 12 in LA County. Jesus. And, the, and the only way that that you can graduate from high school is if you pass his class. Okay? That's how sick and disgusting this is. And it was supported by LA County supervisors with taxpayer funded money, right? We got, I, sh I shouldn't say I, because I have to work, but I, I posted and I shared the story and, and 150 parents showed up to this library and they, block every entrance to that, that library. That, that's what's needed to be done. And even then, yeah. Some. yeah. correct. And that's the right thing to do at this point. And Pickle the Dickle, that's his name, was not allowed, <laughs> he was not allowed in. And the funny ABC7, Channel 7, ABC7 News interviewed Pickles, right, to give his story. But not one time did ABC, uh, Channel 7 here in LA interview a parent nope. to find out he, why they Mr. Pickles, as, as crazy as that ridiculous name is, is the victim. He's all yeah. people that want to do such such good things for the children. That meanwhile, they're causing the most harm are the uh, are always the victim yep. and that they should always be praised for how brave they are, how brave they are. Yeah. Yeah. A typical politically correct jargon. Oh, um, it's, all, it's all politically correct here. It, dude, I, somebody posted on my IG. I posted a video. He posted something and Instagram hid his message from me. My Instagram has been almost completely shadow banned. I I can't get my story out any further. It won't it won't take off. As many videos as I post, as many update videos as I post, I'm not getting my story further enough out there. They are they are shadow banning and they're flagging. Me. I've had I've had two accounts shut down. This is actually my third account. And yeah. I've had all my followers kind of dissipate. No one wants to follow this account anymore either because they know it and eventually it's just going to be taken down like the rest. Yeah. You know, so, I'm going to read for you guys uh, two different bills. You in your in your last campaign video that you did against all this stuff was against Assembly Bill 957. Now, 957. OK, it's known as the TGI, Transgender, Gender Diverse and Intersex Youth Empowerment Act. It's funny how they get all this politically correct language in there. Oh, yeah. uh, it was created by Assemblywoman. You don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. OK, <laughs> of course not. 
It was created by. I want you guys to listen to this to this name and look her up, and then whatever we have to do for this person, Assemblywoman Lori D. Wilson. She's the one that came up with this ridiculous. And Scott Wiener. Make sure you print, make sure Scott Wiener's on that bill because he's the co-author on you that got bill also. It. Okay, so look up Scott Wiener and this ace degenerate. AB957 encourages parents who support their TGI children by making it clear that affirming a child's gender identity is part of their health, safety, and welfare of the child. It also allows courts to consider a parent's affirmation of their child's gender identity when making decisions about visitation and custody. If you have a child going through that system, a a judge has discretion like they do looking at the totality of circumstances related to the health, safety, and welfare of a child to consider different factors. Who is the mother of a trans child? One of the factors, not the factor, but one of the factors would be the parent's affirmation of a child's gender identity. And that's exactly what you're going through right now. Even And the bill got, uh, Newsom didn't even sign the bill, but it's still going on with me. I'm considered, pushing the, child, I'm considered the child abuser in my so, case. The one that he did sign is basically this. It's it's a it's AB two two three, so it's like AB nine seven five plus. It's like it's like we had the diet version. Now we have the actual. California is proud to have some of the most robust laws in the nation when it comes to protecting, supporting our LGBTQ plus community, and we're committed to the ongoing work to create safer, more inclusive spaces for all Californians. He was proud of this one. This got signed in back in September. Uh, this is this is spurred by Southern California School District that instituted a policy requiring schools to tell parents when their children change their pronouns or use the bathroom of a gender other than the one listed on their official paperwork. And by the end of the year and throughout uh, 2024 to 2026, every single bathroom in California will now have a gender-neutral bathroom. Un Believable type of grotesque stuff going on, guys. And this was actually passed, and he signed this into law. Yeah, and there's a great group of ladies out there, uh, the Freedom Angels. Those two women, they support, I don't know if you guys are familiar, Denise and Tara. Denise and Tara are at that Capitol building every single day fighting these damn bills on kids. Fighting these bills that Scott Weiner is trying to, and Gavin Newsom are trying to shove down the throats of state of, of California parents. Patriots, it's time to rise up against these people. I don't know what everyone's waiting for. Would you want your kid to be next here? I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, we they they we had the worldwide rally um, two weeks ago, right? The Stop the War on Kids rally. Um, thirty-seven states participated. No, thirty-seven cities participated all over the United States. We, used to, we also had Canada and Germany involved in this worldwide rally. The Freedom Angels protested in front of Gavin Newsom's house. These Good. And that's what we had to do yeah. here with Governor Murphy because he made it um, a, a mandatory educational curriculum to tell eighth graders how to have anal sex. And that came out two years ago. And that bill still has not been uh, abolished. It has not been canceled out. And uh, they keep adding on top of it. And they're also considering pronouns in all the local schools up here in the suburbs. Yeah. So it's uh, it's just it's all over the place. Matter of fact, two counties away from me in Jefferson, that's exactly what they're doing right now. And there's a big protest outside that school. Yeah. So just to kind of piggyback, I've been sitting quiet for a little bit here. Um, 
initially, yeah, this is this is exactly the state of affairs we we're dealing with. Whether it be like I said, you know, like Adam, you were just saying, with Frankie just read those bills. This is the extreme on how these politicians are going to take it. And you know, it's like we said, we have to show up. It's more it's more than just voting. It's actually making making a noise. You know, being loud as we can, like lions. Because you know, if we're not like lions, then it's like George Washington said: if freedom of speech is taken away, we are better off being uh, lambs to the slaughter then. Absolutely. Exactly. We need to make more noise. We need to be because here's the thing, guys. I'll be honest with you, right? What really got me ticked off was when BLM, you had these Antifa, and you've all these other groups, right, that are coming in, murdering, killing, uh, sorry, murdering, looting, just all these things that were just horrible, and nobody wants to talk about that. But the moment, for example, like Adam, like um, a man of like a man of us, that's conservative, comes out and says and speaks and calls these things out, we're basically demonized and we're crucified. Period. There's no ifs ands or buts about that. And, you know, the biggest thing that gets my blood heat is the fact that we should be fighting about these things. These things should not be, they should be unalienable. Like, it should be, for example, this is the way it is. And you know what? Not to mention, when the founding fathers envisioned this country, we were a Christian-based nation. But once we steered away from that, that's when everything went downhill. That's right. That's, that's why everything is satanic. This is the byproduct of what we yeah. 1968 is when we removed the Bible from... From our schools. Yep, we can thank the Rockefeller Foundation for that and the creation of uh, the first wave of feminism and allowing, I mean, when, when people can say whatever they want with the creation of the 19th Amendment, allowing women to vote and get into the political reign of things. But this is what happens when they're also put in positions of the school boards and the wrong yeah. type of women. I'm not saying all women, but the wrong type of women are now in charge of all these things and, they, and, they, and they're gun-ho about it. Yeah. They're a gun ho about it. That's why most of these counties are just corrupt it's, to the core. Yeah. It's just like it's just like Sodom and Gomorrah, guys. Like if you look at the Bible, right? It talks about towards the end where basically you had all this degeneracy going on. The city was so wicked, right, because of all the wickedness that's going on that God actually casted uh, firestone into the city to basically get rid of all the wickedness. And you know that's exactly what this country's headed in because, like I said, California's done, New York City's done, all these Chicago's definitely <laughs> done on the list as well. So, you know, all of these, these uh, how do I put these inner cities that are basically destroyed by Democrats. This is, this is a proven fact. Anywhere that's, that's, uh, where a Democrat is, is uh, hold, are holding office, that city is compromised and has no values or no morals left. Correct. Period. And, you know, like I said, we have to take a stand because, you know what, here's my thing is that if the cities are so corrupted like that with just crime and degeneracy, what do you think is going to happen on the outskirts of the city? That's, that, that same exact stuff is going to bleed on, and this is why we're seeing what we're seeing now more, uh, more so now than ever. You know, and people just think that, for example, like, I mean, I don't, you know, we talked about voting here, but we see that the electoral elections and stuff like that are completely compromised. Like, there is no integrity. The one thing I would give Florida, though, if we're talking about, I don't want any Durrell here, since we're on the subject of voting, DeSantis actually had secured voter integrity down in Florida to make sure that election was fair. You take Arizona where Terry Lake was running, there was no integrity whatsoever, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that, that whack job Katie Hobbs got in. And this is, or even if you take PA, John Fetterman, come on, man. Like, how do you let Uncle Fester get in the office like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. How do we yeah. let him? Well, that's exactly it. it. Just, we let him. We let him. There wasn't enough contestment. There wasn't enough protests. There wasn't enough hoorah about fighting this evil. Yeah. I feel like in, in, in certain ways, guys, it's mainly our faults, to be quite honest. Yeah, I, I, think, I think we, the people, have gotten so comfortable with with our with our our freedoms here in the United States that I, I, I truly feel that we allowed this to happen. Because 
when the Constitution was written, we were fighting tyranny. Even though the Constitution was written, we were still fighting tyranny. We still had it and continue to have to fight tyranny. And I think now that I think we've gotten so comfortable here in the United States that we've allowed this type of tyranny to, to infiltrate our, our government. You know, we al we've allowed this to happen, you know. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, Absolutely. And it's 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 sad to see how where the United States has gone in just a very short short period of time, you know, and you know, I think I think the the hardest part is that we're dealing with kids now. They're coming after the kids. Yeah. They're no longer coming after you and I. They're they're coming after our children now. They're very easily manipulative and easily to be brainwashed. And that's the scary you know? part. And that yeah, and that's the scary part because in my case. They've completely removed the male figure from my son's life. They've removed, yes, they, they've removed all male Emasculation of society leads to a weak one. Same, yeah. same exact thing in my case as well is that, like, you know, like I said, I want nothing more. Like I said, I have to relate to this as well, especially having kids. I'm sure the people that are doing this as well who have children that are probably going to the same something similar. If not, you know, the thing is that you need a predominant male figure in that child's life. It doesn't matter what kind of child is. Boy, girl, whatever. It needs to be in there because the man's the one that sets the household. I mean, again, I love referring to the Bible because the Bible is just, it's a moral concept. That's why, they, you know, there's a human joke about this. Basic, basic, basic life instructions before leaving earth, right? That's what the kind of the joke is. But in all seriousness, that's the truth. We steer away from that, and now we have our children that are being compromised and being sexualized and for these, these, these uh, serial predators. Like, you take someone like Epstein, I don't want a guy like that on the streets. I mean, come on. You know, you know, you know what's you know what's crazy about Epstein? He's the one who would take someone like you know, and heaven forbid I would say this, but he would take someone like Adam's, you know, son, and you never see the son again. Yeah, he would take other people's children and bring them to the island. Yeah, that, and that's you know what I mean. And and these these are the children that have been brainwashed to just say, okay, I'll get on the plane, I'll wear a dress, and I can have anything I want. I can have ice cream, right? It's ridiculous. Yeah. We need, like I said, there needs to be more noise and stuff like that. Adam, like I know, like I said, you have a great support group. But you've had a lot of people, like I said, including us. We have your back no matter what, and I say that with solidarity. And to be honest with you, is that I know for a fact that, you know, with that being said, that Christ is going to basically help you and get through these things. That's exactly what he's done for me. He's helping me, dude. I mean, it's just, it's, it's like night and day. And, you know, I really mean that wholeheartedly. I'm not saying this to be taken lightly for, any, for anybody for that matter, you know? No. But... It's just about being, you know, secure and stuff like that. The world needs men like us because without men like us, this this country will not run. It's just as simple as that. Yeah. If if we didn't have if we didn't have alpha males or toxic masculinity, we'd all be speaking German or or, or Japanese right now. I mean, yeah. thank God we have the greatest. Not a reasonable doubt. Thank God we have the greatest generation because I don't think the generation we have now could ever sit in the middle of Bastogne and. And, and sit there in the in freezing weather and take shells over their head. I don't think our generation can handle that now. You know, yeah. we, I mean, it's, it's really sad um, to see what's happening to the kids and what's, what's happening to my son. And I, I, to be honest with you guys, I don't, I don't know where this goes with my son. Um, I don't know because the, the, the longer this, plays out for him the more groomed the more brainwashed he's gonna get That's and right. then if i do get him back say 
because right now we're in the we're we're gonna file an appeal. Yeah. Right. The appeal. The appeal is about between ten and twenty thousand dollars for an appeal. With the appeal, we he can, my attorney and his his group of people can write the perfect appeal. Right. We can send it to the appeals court. The appeals court could read it and go, you know what? No, we're not gonna we're not gonna see this case. Or if then that's that's ten to twenty thousand dollars down the drain. Or we see it right we go to the appeals court right but that appeal could take up to three years to be heard in the appeals court my attorney's got a case right now that's going on a year and a half in the waiting to be seen in the appeals that's court. right so by the time your kid's six years old seven years old it, it, it could already be too late you can't save them now and what? we, do, we already yeah. know that they're doing that yeah. on purpose i mean look what they're doing to alex jones and owen Schroyer. yeah their, their cases aren't being able to be appealed for three years, four years, and by that time, that jail prison sentence that Owen got, he got 60 days, that can easily turn into another 30 or to another yeah. year. Yeah. I mean, yeah. same thing with all the, the, the prisoners from January 6th. Yeah. All their cases aren't going to be able to be appealed for four years. Yeah. 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 You're right, 100%. Like, you take what happened to Russell Brand, right? Like, that was such an unfortunate circumstance because that guy's been the public guy, and I guess I don't need to get off the real topic here, but... I just think this is important because it ties what we're talking about. You take someone like Russell Brand, for instance, right? That was a predominantly, you know, well-known public figure, actor, everything else, right? They completely exploited him and took yeah. advantage of saying he did stuff to women and all these other things and stuff like that, which none of it was probably none of it was true. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, like I said, this is what they do. Anybody that has an alternate opinion, uh, sorry, opinion that's actual fact and, and logical, they have to attack. Yeah. So that's just where we're at right now with this country and stuff like that. And just to piggyback what I was saying earlier about the electoral college guys, what I meant for the electoral college is that it's completely compromised. There is no voter security anymore. There is no integrity. We don't have that. We don't have politicians that, for example, like you take the founding fathers up until like Andrew Jackson and maybe a, a few other ones that we had in history. But other than that, like we don't get people like that no more. We don't have predominant figures that are going to stand up for truth and what's right. You know, there's a reason why they say country God doesn't want that anymore. Our country doesn't want actually. Uh, intelligent uh you know broad-shouldered men to make good decisions yeah. for the country yeah. or that are intuitive or in, or innovative or anything yep. or inventive no. yeah no. our kids don't have a our kids nowadays don't have somebody to look up to on tv you know what i'm saying like when i was the one person that i looked up to on tv was john wayne yeah until this day i continue to watch john wayne movies i i idolized Patton, i macarthur you had all these strong male role models that you would see on either on TV or right, now it's all you know, female dominated with with no storyline and very little character. Everything, everything is woke. Like again, you take what happened to Snow White, for instance, right? That was a beloved classic by many by by many families and stuff like that. And they could play partner. Thank God Disney pulled away. But Adam, you, you and I had this conversation about Disney not too long ago. How basically Disney is exploiting. And they're putting garbage. Our children don't even seem to be. Yeah, busy. they're one of the biggest you know, pedophile ring traffickers as well. Yeah, like I told told you guys, I'm I'm being heavily censored big time. They're like I I mentioned. I'll probably I'll just say I, if you guys want to do your research on it, I I I did my research on the AFCC, um, which is a group of family court judges, um, and I was on a on a live like this, and I mentioned that, and they and I got. I got instantly kicked off as soon as those those little things were mentioned. That was Don't it. Mention, I didn't want to hear it. Mention the ADL either, because if you mention the ADL, oh heaven forbid. Yeah. 
So, we'll get back real quick. So, all family court judges are, co are, are appointed by Gavin Newsom here in the state of California. So, you have all these these judges that are are appointed by Newsom who goes along with, with his political views in regards to all this. Anyways. <laughs> I just want to this is what this is the type of stuff I'm talking about though. Our freedom of speech is complete compromise. We can't even talk about the basic common sense principles anymore. This is this is where we're at. We guys. Against the system, no. Yeah. So well, I, a couple things for you guys real quick. Yeah. Um here is the latest divorce and marriage statistics up until this year. 41% of first marriages end in divorce, like I had told you guys, right? 60% of second marriages end in divorce, and 73% of third marriages end in divorce. With each subsequent marriage, the chances of divorce greatly increase. And what are the common uh, causes for this? Uh, declining marriage rates, let's see. Since 2000, the percentage of this age group of uh, between ages 20 to 34 are opting out not to marry. And according to a, another poll in, or another statistic in 2016, 81% of this demographic in Washington, D.C. alone remains unmarried. So you wonder where all these laws come from. Um, recent numbers in themselves, uh, uh, there's a 2020 U.S. consensus. 47% uh, of the population, more than 92 million Americans uh, were part of a married couple, and then 55% of that were divorced. So there was a lot more divorce, but this divorce number is terrifying. Yeah. It really is. And then the fact that the kids, if they have kids to get, you know, I, I mean, unfortunately, my family is also a byproduct of divorce. It's just yeah. people don't, don't know how to work out their stuff, and it's because this modern feminist garbage, this third and fourth wave garbage, which has destroyed us. You know, uh, everyone's like, like, oh, feminism is a one-size-fits-all for all women. It's not. It's not. It's designed to enslave you. It's designed to ruin the family unit. It's designed to give you a sense of independence. When meanwhile, you're still a slave to the system like all of us are. We're all paying taxes. It does not make you more independent from a man, whether you own property or not. I've never labeled a woman as property in my life. Okay, and this is coming from a guy who is a toxic man. I label, I label women as counterparts and people that you can grow a home with. Yeah. Heaven it's forbid true. I actually say that either. It's, it's such a lie of feminism. I mean, this secular garbage where people think that they don't need men. Okay, so go ahead, go ahead and do everything yourself and let me know if you're stress-free, you know, more stress-free at the end of the day. Please, please. Yeah, I just have to ask quick. Go ahead. I no, I was going to say, I think that was great about what happened, that happened in San Gabriel Valley is that the fathers showed up um, to get that drag queen kicked out. Um, the fathers showed up. There was a big call, a big call to action for the fathers to show up, and they showed up. The fathers showed up this time, and because on our, it's been a lot of the moms who have been who have been relentless with fighting these bills relentless and fighting what they're putting into the school districts and and we put a call to action on the fathers it's time for the fathers to stand up and and help out the moms and boy did they show up the other day man they they had the moms backs in front of that library they were standing in front of lapd 
they were they were there showing force to say you are not going to bring this drag queen pickles into this uh, library and we need more library. i mean 150 if you ask me although that's a big number it should be 10 times the amount at it's this sure. point if people are not getting off their behinds to protest against this stuff in order to protect their kids against this evil satanic demonic agenda then what are you guys doing you're contributing to it True. you're part of the problem now what everyone acts like it's just going to go away overnight it is not this has to be continuous and there has to be further safeguards further put in so that way this doesn't happen again so, yeah yeah and that's exactly it like I, I think for so long that we've actually to put it in um layman's terms <laughs> for better words we put a vice on this for so long that just by putting a vice or doing band-aid jobs to this this doesn't actually help the situation at all whether it be basically with our constitutional rights whether the transgender stuff because a lot of us of, of conservatives like that's what they call the silent majority because you know a lot of us are quiet but not as of recently though because you take what things have happened as far as with the previous elections and just everything else how it's going like this country's been like you know through for a long time um even to take it back to 1913 when everything was implemented as far as with the uh how do i put it illegal activities are going on behind the scenes if you guys get what i'm trying to say and you know the problem is that we have a lot of these companies whether it be big pharma uh, big banks, big, uh, what do you call it, big tech, uh, big corporations coming into play. Now, we have all these different avenues because it's gone so big. That's why, like, you take someone like Teddy Roosevelt that was against big trust, or like I said, Andrew Jackson. They didn't want this because no. they knew the problem no. would lead to. Whether there's big money, they're going to have problems, you know? So, initially, what I think it, it comes down to is this. We as a country have to basically come together and start rallying and start basically grabbing everybody together and say, look, this is what needs to happen because if it doesn't, we're going to lose our, our grip. You know, if, if you guys think this is bad, you guys should go to the Middle East and stuff like that and see what's going on right now with the uh, current Middle East situation, you know? Yeah, I mean, the Middle, East, yeah, the Middle East is completely crippled because they have lost their way. They have lost everything. Yeah. But I have to jump in the same time. Yeah. And it's not wrong. I mean, go back, go back in time, go back in history when men started to be de demasculinized and you'll see the byproduct and you'll see the solution right there, how to fight it. They, they, again, we, they installed all these teachers. They got all these ridiculous, uh, these fembot freaking Looney Tunes inside the school towns and at councils and then school boards and completely changed everything in a matter of five to 10 years. Yep. This has been a, this has been a rapid, not a slow decline, a rapid decline. I mean, it's been happening for 30 years total. Because you can yeah. kind of see how every single generation gets weaker and weaker and more and more pathetic and and just doesn't want to work for anything and people don't want to have families anymore and just, and and not have children and you can see like all the for, family morals traditions values have gone out the window. So, yeah, but it's been a very slow death. But now it's on a rapid decline because now all the Democrats are in the right places in accordance to George Soros and everything else. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna say, you want to jump in real quick and say something so you want to go ahead <laughs> yeah I, I i think i i think men and fathers are demoralized here in the united states yes. i think yes I think, I think there needs to be we need to figure out how to do a more a morale campaign for men because the morale is so low with men we men nowadays can't be that warrior that is in their DNA. They cannot be that hunter-gatherer anymore because if you show that warrior side or that or that hunter-gatherer side, you're, you're you get labeled as as a toxic masculinity. 
you know but it's been it's been engraved in men for thousands of years that that you're the warrior you're the hunter gatherer can you have a soft side yes but your your dna is the warrior in men you're there to protect the women there to protect the kids and i think we need to figure out a way to to have a morale boost in in men again where i think we've been beaten down for so long that especially you know men and fathers that that i think men are just you know demoralized yeah you know they have demoralized we're really unappreciated to the point where we don't want to try anymore uh but we have to i'm sorry this is how you fight evil directly and head on yeah so hey, the more people guys get off their behinds and go to these court proceedings and hearings or just show up and say this is this is going to be our stand for men i don't know if you can see that but i just had uh antifa antifa follows me he just jumped on my on my yeah, life that, that's hysterical yeah <laughs> and mind you these, we're, we're gonna have the we're gonna have antifa show us how to be a man okay mind you these guys these guys threatened threatened my son a week ago and they hid on a, a private account you can't find the account these guys have are starting to threaten me and they're starting to threaten What's my you? son these Coward. guys these guys wrote a, an article piece about me in a newspaper, and I'll send it to you. I have it screenshotted on my phone. I'll send it to you. Guys. You guys can read it. They threatened my son. They asked. They 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 called. Yeah, they called me um, a transphobic father. They 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 came to my. These guys came to my rally, Save Aiden rally, right? All we were there to do is to show support for my son. These guys showed up to my to my my son's rally, bunch of pedophiles, honk, honking their horns. Didn't show their faces. They punched the guy who was there to support my son. They punched the guy in in the in the guys. They drove from Northern California to come to my son's rally. That's what losers do. So I just want to say something, just to not to cut you off, but you know, be rude here. I'm gonna say something right now. I've had encounters, like I said, Frankie and I have had encounters with people up here. Like, I'm going to say this, I'm not making any threatening statements to start the record notes, but I'm going to say this. You guys are basically a bunch of cowards. You guys are a bunch of, like, classless thugs. Like, you guys think you're not, not criminals, you're not organized crime, just stop doing what you're doing. Because you know what? So the bottom line's this. You're making a joke out of yourself. All right? Like, you want to talk about real men, you want to talk about generation, is the best that we had. Like, for example, you take someone like Eddie Petty or like Sean Ryan, the best with best, you guys are basically small, not even small fry to them. All right? So if you guys think you're going to come on here and make threats to anyone of us, we all sit together just like you guys do. But the only difference is we know how to do it. So, you know what? To come after somebody's son is not right and it's downright disrespectful. If you want to pick a fight, you better pick a fight, you know, with a man. <laughs> Because you guys, yeah. you know, they don't like don't to pick fights for men because they, they, they themselves aren't men. They're a bunch of politically incorrect cowards that actually don't give a crap about anyone but their own group. They rather take over the United States and turn into, uh, you know, uh, Lenin, Lenin and Stalin land part two. Yeah, and the homie, that's all they care about. They don't care the about homie, nothing else. The homie just jumped on Rob. He said they're overpaid um, operatives, um, and he's that guy. Rob, he's a he's a solid dude. He's a big supporter of mine. Also, Naomi's on there too. That 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 follow me and uh, leave our kids alone. Leave our kids alone. He's another really really solid dude who is who is pumping out the information when it comes to judges, um, family court stuff, like and that, and that kind of stuff. Shout out, 
Um, to all you guys, we we are the few patriots in this fight. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, go ahead. I'm just, oh, sorry. I was just gonna say was that Adam, like I said again, is that like, you know, it comes down to this, is that like they don't know. Like I said, <laughs> we've actually encountered them up in um up in New Falls, you know, because unfortunately New Falls, if you if you ever heard of it, it's a very college liberal town in the sense of like. They, those guys just think they, yeah. you know, scream for like a bunch of like toddlers. But let me tell you something right now. All you guys are basically just a bunch of, you know, privileged kids. But, you know, the same people, white privilege you guys cry about, you guys actually come from privileged families. All three of us, in our own respect, and if not more, the working class, had to actually bust their rear ends and actually make a name for ourselves. Because that's the type of people we are. And, you know, if you think you're going to say again, you're going to come up on here and threaten somebody's son, that's a big no-no. Especially for anybody's family, for that matter. And I just can't stress that enough because stuff like that really, like, really, it, uh, how do I put it? It really gets my gears going, you know? Because it, it just, that's just a slap. It's just very disrespectful to come, you know, come on here and insult somebody's child and make death threats. No, you're, you're alone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, it was shocking to me, um, that, um, this person said that, um, um, in, in, in a live feed. I was, I was watching the, the, the rally in front of the library. And um, this person, I don't know, this person jumped on and said, basically they said, um, Adam, if you don't stop with your with the nonsense that you're speaking, you'll never see your daughter again. Um, and I'll send you, I'll send you, um, I'll send never you see that. your daughter again. Yeah. No, he's my son, you nitwit. And that's what I said. He's my, he's my, he's my son. He's my son, and guess what? If you threaten him, I'm not, you're not you're not going to be seen ever again. How about that? How about that? How about we make Antifa go missing for once in their miserable lives? Anyone else want to join the escapade? I'm down. Yeah. I'm tired of these people. I'm tired of every single Democrat savage, you could say, because that's what they are. They're savages. They're not civilized, even though they think they're more civilized than we are. You you have you have no oath. You have no allegiance. You have no dedication other than to your own immoral causes and you're pathetic yeah pathetic. so um Can't take him serious. Just, another thing that i wanted to talk about is that another person that i'm really really grateful for is um mom army germany um mom army germany i've never met these people ever they ended up raising eleven thousand dollars for me for my legal fees they were, uh, and I'll send you pictures. They were printing out coffee cups and bags saying, save um, Adam and Aiden. And then in German, it says, uh, Aiden is a perfect little boy. That's awesome. And they, they ended up raising $11,000 for me. Um, also, keeping your prayers. Um, we don't know exactly what happened to the leader of the Mom Army Germany. Um, she went uh, radio silent, which is not like her. Um, and come to come to find out that she was she was attacked um, we don't know who she was attacked by um, um, but she ended up having uh, three cracked ribs in oh, the attack. Yes. Um, also, how is she doing now uh, she's doing okay from what we have found out but we don't know who attacked her but she was she was attacked um, I believe it was the day before the stop the war on kids rally um, but I just wanted to, to bring that up and let everyone know that uh, Mom Army Germany, they, they, uh, man, they came to bat, um, for me, um, and ended up raising the, the $11,000, um, 
uh, for it to help me in regards to the to to legal fees. Yeah. Um, so um, shout out to them. Uh, shout out to everyone that's that that supported me um, in this and fight because I don't see Adam. We'd be happy to uh, do a couple shirts and hoodies and whatnot. Okay. With that as well, and 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 uh, donate most of the proceeds to the cause as well. I, I, we'll get we'll I, get on that for you. See, if we can get the message out further. Yeah, I appreciate that. I'm gonna start my own um, uh, t-shirts. I'm gonna try to figure out a cool logo and something like that, um, and try to uh, raise uh, raise money that way. Um, next weekend, I'll be in Denver. Um, I'll be in Denver, Colorado, for a. Um, a conference with other parents that are going through similar to what I'm going through. Um, I just want to say a shot to uh, uh, Turning Point um, USA has really come to back to help help me out um, in this fight. Um, and so yeah, I'll be going to Denver um, and next weekend to 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 listen to this conference. And also, um, I'll be going to America Fest uh, in Phoenix. Um, which I'm hoping to be able to get in front of um, some of the top um, conservative speakers out there to get my story out. I, I feel that that Instagram and social media is not gonna not gonna help this process out. No, you, um, you got to get out there, brother, and we, and we stand with you. If you um, need any help with that in terms of advertising and graphics, I mean, I'm basically a graphic designer. I did most of the. Uh, the artworks that you guys see on the stores and the you know the videography and things like that. So okay, if you need anything, man, yeah, we'll be happy. I'll, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I've got some ideas. I'm, I I don't want it to be a strictly like I, I have this shirt on that I made. It says uh, "We the Parents," and on the back it says uh, "My son was born a boy." Uh, awesome. a girl. <laughs> uh, Love it. And I have gotten I've been pulled aside to say, "Hey, man, I love your shirt." Um, um, and then that's what it can lead me into telling my story. So I wear this on the weekends, uh, when I'm out at, uh, around, around town. Um, and I got, a, I get a lot of positive feedback from that. Um, I really love the shirt. Um, but I want a shirt that, that, that brings something with parents and fathers. Sure. I think my real, besides my focus being on my son and, and, and kids, it's also trying to bring that morale yep. up in, in, in fathers and, and in men. Well, that's what um, we need, right? We yeah. were talking about that, and we definitely have to start doing more of that around here, too. Because, I mean, to be quite honest with you, I mean, I see some some parents that are trying to set good examples for their kids. And, um, they, I mean, the fire lasts for a little bit, and then after that, it just dies again. Yeah. It has to be consistent. Yeah. Yep. I, I think it's time that we bring back... One of my best memories as a kid and, and still to this day is sitting around the dinner table with my mom and my dad and my brother. And, you know, that's the dinner table is the key to the family. In my yes. um, that's where you learn about your mom, your dad, and that's where the parents learn about what's going on in their kids' lives, is sitting around that damn dinner table. Um, and I, and I, I really feel that the dinner table has been lost. And, if, and I mean, in California. Relations have been lost for sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel bad for the parents. The parents here in California, and I know it's all over the United States, but you got some parents working three jobs just to continue to keep food on the table and keep the roof over their head. And, you know, but it, it's it's really sad to see how bad the, the family has been just completely torn apart where, you know, both parents are working 90 plus hours a week just to, to, 
to keep them. They can't buy. Yeah. And just to get by and they can't find out what's going on with their kids because they're just so bad damn busy and it's right. not and that's also by design yeah to, to keep the family apart, to break down yeah. the you know the morale of of just having a family oh it's hard work i don't want to do it anymore i want a divorce no that's not the way it goes guys no it's not the way and, it goes um, the family unit has to be strong otherwise why have one yeah yeah and, Our, no that's exactly it like i said is that like we're all basically how i put it different boat but same wave everybody's feeling the effects of, of this uh unique economy if, if you want to call it that right <laughs> so we're all feeling the adverse effects like i said with the economy just with the after effects of covid and just everything well, the pandemics i like to call it and everything else because we all agree uh, uh, pretty much everybody should uh, that's on this podcast or listening or whatever the case is should all agree this was all done by design like this was all this has always been done by design because i'll tell you what a couple of years ago it was new to me and stuff like that when i graduated high school because I'm, I'm actually a lot younger than both you guys back in 2017. We didn't have, that's when that trans stuff started coming out. It was actually when Bruce Jenner was the one that pulled the trigger on it. And ever since, it was almost like this domino effect that started just like going on. Like everybody thought it was like the new fad, you know, like back in like in the 90s and stuff like that when skateboarding was cool and stuff like that. And drag queens used to be drag queens and lady boys were called lady yeah. boys and that was it. And we left them alone. But now it's like all over the it, media. It, it, in your and face, it's like, this is what you should do. Yeah. It's in your your face it, it shut up and you're gonna like it and when do as you're told that's the, that's the problem you know and that's why we're seeing this counterculture for us like, to be conservatives and stuff like that oh what this guy say your daughter is better off without you think <laughs> dude like you shouldn't be talking and, stuff like and that and the steady is back he is back ladies and gentlemen we have a soy boy <laughs> or girl dude, we have an decide to we have, we have identify an as yeah no, that that's what's wonderful your daughter is better off without you. Thank God she's with us. So, so let me let me ask you, Antipa Stanis, this quick question. What do you mean by better off? You mean we're going to cater to mental illness? You mean we're going to brainwash children? You mean you're okay with pedophilia? I mean, I mean, to what extent, in your eyes, is is having uh having his son turn into a he she, and then probably being a he she with you? Behind closed doors, because I know what you Antifistanis do. We 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 all know uh, about the Kyle Rittenhouses of the world, you know. We, we and thank goodness for them. But just understand that same thing can happen to you guys. So be very be very mindful as to whose kid you want to do what with, because we will find you. I do not care. I yeah. don't care. I just I don't care I about you. You know, you soy boys and girls, and how you decided to make make little little light threats out of uh, children yeah you guys if i just screenshotted your screen now i'm gonna i'm gonna find you partner i've got people that will find who you are and you want to come after me yeah come yeah. After oh, me. Scared. yeah we're really scared of your red and black dude your colors don't scare us like we have like if you really want to turn this into a thing you know, the fact of the matter is this like i said before you're probably some college deranged weirdo that's in your bait your parents basement don't even know what gender you are so before you come up on here and start talking smack and stuff like that, know who you're talking to. Hey, right? probably talks to twelve-year-old boys on the side. Hey, the Vishal, same way they caught the other dude at you? the restaurant. Hey, Vishal, is that you, Vishal? Is that you, Vishal? Is that the one? Are you the one that that made the comment about me in your in your FSP newspaper, Vishal? Is that you, Vishal? Medic man, these, these these people are mentally. I never seen so much mental derangement in this country in my life. All right, let's not in get... my life of growing up on these forty years on this earth, I've never seen such pathetic garbage. 
This country you know what, this thing is going down Shit's Creek. It's not quick. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to give this guy. I I try to stay. Yeah, I, I know. I try to stay. We always have to be the bigger people yeah. in the audience, you know. I don't that's exactly it. We're just, you know, I'm not gonna give this time, this, this worm the time of day. That's what he is. He's a, he's a bottom feeder. I, I, <laughs> I'm gonna block. I'm gonna I love this comment. My pedo radar just skyrocketed. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> comment, a good one. Comment has been pinned, sir. So well, let's just go back to like I said. We, I don't want to get this, this more on the time of day. Um, but back to what I was saying, Adam, is that you know. Initially, is that we're at a point where we need stronger men. Like I said, we work. We need the Teddy Roosevelts. We need the we need we, the uh, Pattons. We, we do. We need these these uh these strong group of guys to actually take you know take the mantle essentially. And you know what? I'll even take it a step further. To say this is that I like I said I have a hundred percent confidence. Even though you're in a very compromised state as far as where you're living in, that you know things are going to happen. And and I'm telling you is that God has a plan for you and it's, it's going to happen. You know, I just that's how I well, feel. I'm just. Said. No, well said, because God God will protect the people that put their faith in him the most. Yeah. And will stand against this evil. Yeah, and I'm not even, to be honest with you guys, I'm not even worried about myself. I'm more worried about my son. That's what I'm saying, yeah. That's yeah. what we're saying, yeah. yeah. We're, we're saying is that your son will basically, like I said, God will basically, you know, shield him, protect him, and stuff like that. Even though, like I said, it looks pretty menacing from the outside, which it does. I mean, this is, this is the... <laughs> this is probably one of the most messed up things I've ever heard a state doing to a child, especially in the, in, in the, and the, the radicalization of the way they're going about it. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like, how are you going to basically allow some six foot two uh, shack looking transgender walking into a school, a children's library? Come, come on now. It needs to be a massive march against all these imbeciles now, people. We, 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 are, we are getting tired of waiting for the right people to get into office to fix this for us. Because let's face it, most of them were probably paid behind closed doors to keep their mouths yeah. shut. And that's also what I'm pissed off about. But, you know, like I said, was that Adam, like I you know, like Frankie and I just said, we're going to do everything in our power over here. Like I said, I know we're on you know, two different um, times and stuff like that. But the realization is this. We're going to be here to do everything we can from where we're at to make sure that your story and basically that also Aiden as well, because Aiden's the one that's being perpetrated and being used as basically propaganda in this sense. And we're going to do everything we can over here to make sure that he gets basically his story heard and we're going to make sure that we rally behind you and actually rally behind him as well. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to yep. stand by that. Thank you. I appreciate it. Seriously, wholeheartedly. I could ask you a question. Yeah. What, uh, um, what is the current status of your son? And um, obviously he's living with the girl. Yes. But, um, is she granted full custody? Is that the deal here? Yeah. Yeah. She has. Oh she has. So we got kind of off, off track on a lot of stuff. So the, some, of, some of the decisions that I have, I have made in, in this thing was to protect my son. And we went eight months in negotiations for visitations. Two of the stipulations was with minor counsel and opposing counsel is that I had to have supervised visitations and I could not talk about his Did you attire. say eight months just to have visitation? You had we, to go through eight months of garbage. We, we talked for we talked for about seven or eight months. All all the attorneys we were talking, right? So finally, like I was like, all right, fine. I don't fucking need supervised visitations because I have done nothing to have to have supervised visitations. And if I can't talk about his attire, I'll bite my lip, but I I, he just needs a male figure in his life. 
seven months in regards to talking about supervised visitations for me to receive an email but saying sorry but we dropped the ball we dropped the ball on visitation usual excuse from our government on anything they like yeah. to drop the ball all the time yeah and and i'll give you another little little uh little thing we all know who charles manson is right of course yeah charles manson even though he was a convicted serial killer continued to have full custody of his kids and he had visitations while he was in jail but see that, which is, which is just ridiculous in itself that's supposed to show you how corrupt and how jagged and how flawed the system is because you know what like you just mentioned like i said just to piggyback what we were saying earlier is that the state the way the way the california sorry the way the state of california views it is that it's like you said you could put the peel in which is great but if there's no affirmative action taking place right then and there that's going to basically cause a lot of bumps and cracks up up ahead for the road you know right so yeah that's exactly where this is exactly where it's at and not to mention too is that like i said there's a lot of degeneracy going on within the state i mean all these states across i don't care if you're even red states as well right but there has to be a common there has to be a common mutual ground we call we have to say no to this and like i yeah. said we have to set rallies up here stuff like that i don't care we have to make noise let's just you know i'm, I'm for it because that's yeah. the only way you know like i said we had to sit through what was it six months of blm and antifa burning stuff down and just making making a ruckus we had to watch yet, you know, most of america on fire but yeah we can't we can't uh fight against the system now against something as, as common sense as leave our children alone yeah like let alone. i never thought i never thought i would have to fight for something you know it's funny guys when i did have my son there was something inside me that told me that something was going to happen wow. in regard to with my son when i was growing up i never my father he was old school he never i, I didn't hear i love you from my father until i was almost 36 years old uh -huh. you know but i didn't need to hear that from my father because i knew my father loved me i had a roof over my head i always had food in my stomach yep my, my mom and dad didn't come from a lot they didn't have a lot of money but they still always made sure that me and my brother never went without right yep. but when i had my son i overly told my son that i loved him because i knew deep down inside something was going to happen if it got into the family court system and sure enough as soon as it got into the family court system guys i did everything to compromise with her to keep it out of the court systems yeah I did everything because i knew i was going to get screwed over and sure enough i got screwed over when it came to the court systems um, did, did uh did, did your girl at the time did she start suggesting all this stuff no um, i th think she was out of, the, out of the blue out of nowhere or this kind of was like a, a again it started at two it started at two with him uh, when i got my first picture of her dressing um my son in girls I mean, clothes what, what was her comment to your response that it was cute it's cute he, why yeah. can't he wear a dress it's cute well, yeah it was cute and now it's complete again i i give her some of the credit i i think it has snowballed out of control because of the attorney that she has representing her the attorney that she won't say any name because i don't want to get kicked yeah. off but yeah, yeah. a it is a um a domestic violence nonprofit organization this nonprofit yeah. is sponsored by hollywood celebrities they're also funded by children's hospital doctors no 
that fund that fund puberty blockers and minors and they they fund uh gender surgeries on minors um they took i the feel that right there yeah and i feel that this attorney has has blown this and brainwashed even her even further to continue to abuse my son even further um they don't realize who, who it's really affecting at the end of the day they just think it's for women's empowerment but it's what about the kids don't care no. about the kid and no. we all know that they don't they're not guys they're not looking at what's going to happen to my they're looking at what's going to happen to my son now guys they're not looking at what's going to happen to my son a year from now no five they, they don't realize now, the effects that it can have from now, now yeah they just, they're just focused on the on the agenda here and now they're not and i've said that in court i said you guys aren't looking at this down the road I said, you guys are looking at this now. Stop looking at it now and focus on the future too. Because all they're gonna the do is roll their eyes at you. Like, it's ridiculous. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you have, you have to let the kid do what he feels what is right. It's, it's my. Like, uh, the kid, the I'm the father. Not saying it. I'm the father. I, I make the decisions to what is right for Amen. my son until he's eight. Amen to that. Amen. I couldn't. I decisions. When he's 18, I pray to God once he leaves the house that he I have I have instilled in him enough stuff that he's going to be out and go out and be a a a, a, a role model outside as a citizen. Yep. I pray to God that you know, um, and if he doesn't, then that's I did everything I could to to uh, instill in him the 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 basics father stuff i don't know what the words I'm yeah i know for. what you mean yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. but you basically gave him the tools to need or sorry you still the tools in him for when he goes out to become an um an adult or as basically as a as a male to do what needs to be necessary toward to keep himself going that's exactly it right and more, you know like i said more, I, more more boys need their fathers otherwise they turn into emotional overloaded you know uh well, rats you could say that uh, have gonna, no yeah. they have no restraint that don't understand what it means to be a man and they grow up they grow up to be these uh in, entitled antifa snots that you have that want to stalk you on instagram yeah but yeah but not only that and oh. threaten minors yeah yeah but but not only that right just to just to say you know just to piggyback what andrew tate said he's andrew tate i don't care if he says about him the guy's right about a, a lot of things right and he said when you don't have fathers this is why you get emotionally rash unstable you know uh young men that commit atrocities you know that we see in the news and stuff like that and i'm not gonna say the certain things that they do and stuff like that because i don't want to get demonetized on here but you guys get what i'm trying to say is you know that that's you get basically that how do i put it that weak point in society that's it that's all it needs all you need is one leak i'm oh, sorry one loose or one uh what do they call it like a link like that's it it's done you know yeah, yeah and the other thing i haven't told you guys is that i was i got i got arrested um back in august 12th wait uh, what yeah so the court ordered two FaceTime, two FaceTime conversations with my son a week, right? And in one of those FaceTime conversations, my son had his fingernails polished, polished on, and he had rainbow shoes on, right? I commented on the rainbow shoes. I said, why do you have my son in rainbow shoes, right? She hung up the conversation with me. The next day, August 12th, Thick people. I'm going going to work i pull out my off my street get ready to go to get some coffee i get rolled by the police department right oh, God, be kidding me rolled by the police department they 
pull me out of my car. They detained me. They cuffed me. I was cuffed for six hours, right? I had, I had 17 police officers sitting in front of my house on August 12th. I'm sorry. Are we, because of, are we living in America, people? Because, Where are we? Because of a restraining order violation that they said I had. Mind you, I deal, I struggle with extreme learning disabilities and extreme ADHD. Um, on top of that, I was, I, I just got into a very stressful new position at work. Mm -hmm. When here in California, you have to turn in your guns when you get a restraining order put on you, oh, right? Geez. So I, I turned in 90% of my guns and I forgot about my deer rifle that I had in my gun safe, right? They came to my house with a search warrant, searched my house, tore my house apart, got my guns out of my gun safe, right? Mind you, they also took my 30 out six, they took two uppers, which is not considered a gun here in the state of California. Well, it's yep. not considered a gun anywhere in the state, yep. anywhere in the United States. That's true. The lower is what's considered the gun. I had yep. turned all that in, right? The cops took $7,000 worth of parts and guns from me. You got over 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 a FaceTime video over a FaceTime video this I is a byproduct of a weak disgusting ace degenerative society that has no morality nor principle in it and we the people have to start fighting that's the most ridiculous but see, thing I've ever heard in my life for the reason for them to take your firearms to take your second amendment right and flush it down the toilet I've Outrageous. Guys, I have never been arrested a day in my life. I've never, I've never, the last, again, I, like I said before, the last time I was in court was for a cigarette ticket when I was 16 years old. Never had a speeding ticket, never been in a car accident. Don't, I, dude, I, I've had a 12-pack in my refrigerator for two weeks because I don't drink. You know what I'm saying? I drink a half a beer when I get home from work, and then I'm done. I'm good. I yeah. go months without drinking. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yep. They have criminalized me and they've criminalized my parents, his grandparents, because of this not affirming the new gender in a five-year-old. And, and I, I, I'm, I will not, I will never, I will never, I, after the arrest, I went to, went to jail, right? I had to, I bailed out. I had to go back, right? I had to take a diversionary. My diversionary was was uh 26 weeks of anger management and 26 weeks of child abuse classes you gotta was, be kidding me i sat in a room for 26 weeks with child abusers right you're you're a child abuser compared to your to your to your ex okay yeah. okay okay so then i do okay. the diversionary guys right i do the diversionary okay then i finish all that they 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 never tell me that I have a criminal protective order on me, right? They never tell me. They never give me paperwork. All they do is give you a yellow piece of paper in the courts saying, this is your next court date. Be good, and we'll come back on the 28th of April. I said, all right, cool. I'll come back on the 28th. Came back on the 28th of April, right? Well, November 1st, that's so confusing. I know it's confusing. November 1st is, is when I gave her the custody of my son right i gave the custody of my son to see if it would slow down this gender affirming stuff stop the brainwashing that was going on with my son february i go to his school all i want to do is give my son a hug 
at school, not knowing that there was a criminal protective order on me. They, they pressed charges against me for a violation of a criminal protective order. I have now have to do 26 weeks of domestic violence classes, and I have to do three months of therapy because all I wanted to do is go to my son's school and give him a hug. Jeez. They completely, completely remove your rights as a parent. And Big Brother is officially the nanny. So they basically, uh, they, they, they essentially did was, they just isolated you, put you, to be honest here, they treated you like, like, like a second class, worse than a second class citizen in Cuba. Worse than a second class did. citizen. <laughs> worse than an illegal immigrant. No, worse. Worse than all that. <laughs> and, you know, <laughs> dude, there are so many violations within, within those past statements or sentences you just said that you got Second Amendment violations there. You got basically... Um, Fourth Amendment violations. I mean, this this right. that's ridiculous. Private property, seizure. I'm saying Fourth Amendment. First and Amendment. The fact that the, the fact they have First your attacks to seize your property and act smug about it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. These red cards. I guarantee the bitches. I guarantee to be, they're going to destroy all my stuff. Eight, yeah. They're going to destroy seven thousand dollars worth of parts and 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 my deer rifle. I told myself, I don't care what I have to give up. If I have to sell every gun I own to, to make things work, I will never sell that, sell that deer rifle. I shot my first elk with that deer rifle, and I shot my first blacktail with that fucking deer rifle. I told myself, I will never get, ever get rid of that deer rifle. And they took that deer rifle from me. This is, this is complete blasphemy. This is what this is. And, and every this turncoat behavior to the highest order, and the Constitution needs to be invoked immediately without question. Yep. There needs to be a massive, like, now that I'm even hearing this, now it's time to organize against these yeah. idiots. Yeah, so I'm tired of regular working class people getting the crap end of the stick, no matter where they're from in this country, and having all the rights taken away simply because they're not conformist to the agenda, the political yep correct agenda, the liberal agenda, the socialist agenda, the new world order agenda, to depopulate, to demasculate, to not, I mean, come on, guys. Yep. How this much exactly more are we going to endure as a country now? This is, this is beyond me. So. I have no way, I have no way to protect myself now. I, I have no way to protect my son from all of this. You know, and I, I I laughing all the way to the bank about this stuff. She can care yeah, less oh. with they wanted nineteen hundred dollars a month in child support from me. On top, they wanted of everything. On top of, they want. So I negotiated down from nineteen hundred dollars a month to fourteen hundred dollars a month in child support. On top of, I pay for his vision, his dental, and his medical. Right? I pay for all of that. I pay for all of it. I'm 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 speechless. I, I, I don't see what they're doing to you. I know like in between um, especially when we do you know any type of live video or session or interview or anything like that or episode I like to read from the book absolutely Sons of Liberty book constitutional readings uh, this is by Patrick Henry maybe this can re uh reinforce certain things that we should have done i don't know 50 years ago 100 years ago they tell us sir that we are weak unable to cope with so formidable an adversary but when shall we be stronger will it be the next week or the next year will it be when we are to totally disarmed and when a british guard shall be stationed in every house 
Shall we gather strength by e-resolution and inaction? Shall we acquire the means of effectual resistance by lying supinely on our backs and hugging the delusion, the, the delusive phantom of hope until our enemies shall have us bound hand and foot? We are not weak if we make a proper use of these means in which God of nature had placed in our power. And this is part, this is part of his give us liberty. And that's what we need. Like, guys, tyranny is like a hydra. When one head is struck down, another rises to take its place. You know, so we have to, like, remember, how can we, how can we disable this hydra? We got to go right, right to the heart of the beast. We can't just go to the talking heads that are in our faces or to the court systems. This goes, this goes beyond all of this. And we know this already. We know this already. And we know what needs to be done. All right? As men of this world, it is our job. Remember, we are the guardians. We are the oath keepers. We are the people that need to preserve and protect our constitution, and our inalienable God-given rights against these tyrannical redcoats and turncoats, because there's lots of them in the conservative party, as you guys can see. they rather have the war machine continuously turn than actually help, you know, people out like this gentleman here with his son. Yeah. Yeah. What, you want to talk about justice? Okay, here's justice. This is what I see happening in the court systems if we actually had justice. Uh, it, uh, Mr. V Mr. Venno, we, we apologize for all the inconveniences that you've been uh, placed on. Here's all your guns back. Here's here's uh, uh, several months and and tax exemptions and severances for your for your time for your for your frustration that we put you through. Here's your son back. We're gonna we're gonna have your your ex girlfriend go through uh, you know go to this mental institute and she has to do a minimum of one year of of uh, uh, of mental reevaluation to see whether or not she could be applicable as a parent you know let's turn the system guys in on itself because that's what we that's what they're doing to us here you know we closed all the loony bins we let the looney tunes run the show the clowns run the circus where is the justice especially in in California isn't California supposed to be a republic? Isn't it supposed to be in continuance and guidance of the Constitution? That that state was supposed to have more of a more of a power as much as even Texas would have in terms of possession. Yeah. So what's going on here, people? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, listen. I'm going to pin this too, Little Hollywood. Exactly. Not so long ago, we would lock those kind of people up in the mental hospitals. Now we are glorifying. Yep. Now we're just glorifying these people. Yep. And I lost all, I've lost all, yeah, we've, we've lost, we've lost our, we've lost everything, you know, we've, we've, I don't yeah. know, I, you know, I'll tell you guys, they are really, they're really pressing everyone's buttons here, and now we have the moron in the, in the, uh, uh, in, um, the Oval Office and the White House, and he's just, just taking vacations to the beach, and, you know, he can give a crap less about the people, and, and he, we already know he's a paid off puppet just like most of them are but it's just it's such a disgrace that we have him in office and then we have the assistant uh health secretary general who's also a transgender himself and i'll say himself because that's not a she a she for sure and um this is the person that's responsible and has been awarded as a four-star admiral for the health and safety of all the children in this country 
Don't you realize that we've been overrun? Yep. Yeah. I think, I think this transgender movement is is destroying what what women fought for for so long. You know, they. I mean, you can't make a a, a woman woman of the year if if it's not a woman. So all of the the strides that that women have have made over the years, are, in my opinion, is just getting trampled on by this transgender movement, you know, allowing men to, yep. to participate in women's sports, you know. I mean, you know, you can't make a woman of the year if, if it's not the woman, if, if, if the woman's not a woman, you know. You know, my mom, my poor mom, she she's she feels all the time when she sees these, these transgenders, you know, taking over a woman's spot and getting the glorification of a woman when it's not even a woman. I will you know? keep your son's prayers in my heart every single day until real justice is served for him thank you until he can yeah. be given a normal life and uh you know a, a a strong a strong set of principles and foundations and a, and a strong family unit with a real man here why is it that that uh women think they have to play the role of the man when we already have some good men that are willing to step up yep and you know like I said, with that being said, I also second that as well. Like, you know, like, and to be honest with you, is that when Frankie and I initially made this group, it was basically for everybody. That's why we had, why we have the Patriot logo and stuff like that, because it's supposed to be we the, we the people, not we the government, not we the representative. We are the representatives. We are the people. We have the voice and we have the power to do what needs to get done in order to basically have a just, fair this, society. This is the and, face of America right yeah. now, and we are tired of it. We are, we are tired of it. I don't know if that's what we chose it. I don't know if you can see my tattoo, but it's a, a picture of a patriot with a with a flintlock pistol. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> Badass. I got, I got George Watt. I got George Washington here. I got we we all the Statue of Liberty. I got the join. <laughs> oh, I got the first eye too. Look. Uh, I saw that. I saw that. That's. I, I wish I would have got it a little bit bigger, but you can tell. I'm a black candidate, so I'm about to combine what both you guys got. Let's <laughs> yeah. do it. And then I also got. I also got the Muamu Bay as well on my arm as well. So, but you're. You know, is that like I said, you're. You're in a good spot in the sense of like you have the support. You got guys who are like-minded and girls as well who are on the same page with you that are gonna, you know, make it where it's almost like I said, almost like where you're basically not. You're not alone. That's the thing. You're not alone. In this. You got the support. And you know what? Throughout all of it is that essentially is that whatever happens out of this case, I'm telling you is that it's it's they're going to be the ones hurting at the end of this. Nobody else, because you know, like I said, talks in the Bible where it basically says that you know every I'm gonna paraphrase it, but every it says every base every tongue and everything will confess before God. And all the wickedness that we're seeing and then what's going on is that that's going to be for God's judgment to basically t you know take because in the Bible also says God uh, sorry God says you know vengeance is mine. And trust me, he will basically get it for your son, and I believe that in every sense of the word. Yeah, yeah. Well so, said. no, well said. And and no, no and that, matter. I think no matter what happens with my son, you know, my main focus is him. Um, but it's also to shed light and 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 in the process save other kids uh, that could be potentially going through through this. You know, um, so. That's the other other side of me right now is to shed light on my case and also shed light and, and, and protect protect other kids 
Because again, you, you can have a perfect family home, a perfect traditional family at home, but once they step out that front door and you drop them off at school, everything that you're teaching them inside the home is completely gone once they step into that school district. That's true. You that's know, not every, yeah. not every teacher is bad. Not every teacher is like this. There's a lot of good teachers out there. My mom was a teacher. I've had, you know, teaching, teaching in the family, you know, but there's that real select few that, that I guess you could say the 1% in the school districts that, 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 that are holding all the cards and all the power. And they're just, that's right. Like you said, they're making it so you have to take this class about transgenderism and LGBT stuff. You have right. to take drag queen story time as, 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 an as, as an elective. Otherwise you can't move up. You can't graduate. They, they do it. So it's, it's in lockstep yeah. with everything yeah. else. You have to comply. You have to comply. No, we don't. No. No, that's just like the whole thing with the uh, like, it's funny because a lot of the liberals, they scream for abortion, right? My body, my choice. Well, you know what? Here's the thing is that it's also our body and our choice. And, you know, it's also our children as well. And we don't want this crap being rammed down their throats. That's correct. <laughs> you know, correct. what about their body? What about their choice? So, yeah. And so they're not given anything from from being pregnant till now. They're not given any rights. What, and, everyone, everyone doesn't realize that the children are not given anything they're not allowed to speak out no no what, what about all the kids uh, um that, that are currently being kidnapped as we speak one kid yeah. every 30 seconds goes missing in this country yeah are their voices ever going to be heard no are they ever going to be rescued uh, no and i'm talking no. about operation on the ground railroad and the statistics that i see from their sites and from all from all the people that tell me what's going on truly it's even worse. It's even worse. It's to the yeah. point where, like you said, they get groomed, they get passed to the to the holly weirdos, they get passed to the politicians, they get passed to the to the holy to the holy uh you know fathers or the rabbis or it, it just goes all the way in and it's so disgusting. I mean, what about them, guys? What are we gonna do now? What are we yeah. gonna do now? So it's, yeah, the children are allowed to have a voice at school. B.S. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly it. It's and you know parents that have their voice, you know. Yeah, and like I said, it's, it's just that it's really important that, like you said, Adam, we have to protect our kids. Like, you know, they came out the movie. I think it's about actually about a few months ago. Actually, well, yeah, close to a year now. It's been out. Um, you know, uh, what was that movie? It's the um, oh my gosh, I can't think of the name of it. But I do with all the sex trafficking with our children, stuff like that, and it's that's exactly what we're dealing with. We're dealing with a compromised, degenerate society where they don't want to basically put our kids first. And that, that should be our main priority in this country, making sure that the next generation is established because they are going to be the ones pulling charge uh, to make sure this country is basically ready to rock, you know? Yeah. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure our recruitment numbers are down. You know, recruitment numbers are down. You know, they're demasculating men. Um, they're, you know, we're not going to have, here in a few, we're going to have a generation that, doesn't know anything about guns, doesn't know how to fight, you know, nothing like that. They don't have the and upper hand. No, no. They don't. no. A lot against they're, them. They're it's being, really going to be up to them at the end of the day. Neutered. That's exactly it. They're being, they are being neutered. And, you know, what's going to happen is, this, like you said, they don't know how to fight. They don't know how to basically have basic life skills. Right. You know, I mean, the like I said, my generation, well, like I said, my graduating class, half of the kids can't even uh, sign their name in script, you know? And that's a skill that's basically dying and stuff like that, and that's not good. 
or how to balance a checkbook or how to, you know, do tax, you know, just the basic life things. I mean, I don't agree with taxes, but that's a whole nother topic. <laughs> but it's true, you know? I definitely don't agree with taxes. Yeah. <laughs> I won't my Clearly, you guys can see where our tax money goes to, so, uh... <laughs> Yeah, I, I drive I drive on the on, on the on the surface of the moon every morning on my way to work. You know, pothole city. You know, going no to taxation without representation, and we are yeah. we the people have not been represented for quite some time. Yeah, oh. and that, that's exactly it. And you know, like I said, as more time goes on, we're just, like I said, we're gonna see this country. I mean, I don't think to be honest, with you gentlemen, is that the next election is gonna happen. I know people are like, how could you say that? I don't see it happening. Reason being is because there was too many variables that are going to basically stop it from happening i mean to be honest with you guys you take a look at world war ii like the what do you call it the uh what do i call it the the pre-trials to what exactly led to that very pivotal moment a moment in history like for example you had a great you had the stock market which crashed right then you had basically a lot of uh you had a disease going on like look we already, we already hit the stock market right we had the housing market crash uh the economy almost dropped out nearly more than once uh we also had a pandemic and then we also basically are now headed towards world war three so these are all basically the ingredients to lead to another world war because remember war all makes step money by step to get what they want and yeah. you know our military is completely like just uh completely shattered in the sense of like look they're letting these these transgenders come in stuff like that and to be honest with you guys like there's a lot of guys i talk to that have served and they say this is not the military that i, I served in you know yeah. and you even have guys like in special ops and stuff like that over that are operating even currently they're saying like this is not it. Like we don't we don't need this. We need you know solutions and answers. We don't need more problematic things going on because this stuff is not ordained. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's I kind of where we're, that's where we're at. And you know what? Like I said, if we don't basically you know put if we don't stop on this, like like the how do I put it? Like the uh, the snake of like of saying that's it. This is going to be done. That's yeah. exactly what this is. It's that's basically right. We, we put together. We join together despite our petty differences. Or we will truly die apart. And, and you know, I mean, for for almost a two-hour session, there's been a lot, lot of information out there for Adam's cause here, guys. Yeah. So if you haven't followed him already, you see his name right there, Adam Davina. Make sure you support him. Make sure you donate to him. Make sure you can do whatever you can. And even around here, we're gonna start doing stuff ourselves. We're gonna because, start setting um, up stuff. Well. I actually have an event coming up in December for Operation Underground Railroad, and I'm going to be, I'll have the shirts out for him, for your son Aiden, and I'm going to be talking a lot about this stuff. I have a, I have a ton of additional facts, and I'll go, I'm going to go overboard awesome. at my, at my uh, business, because I teach martial arts to children, Okay. and I do want to protect them from all this nonsense. You know, yeah. I see it happening right before my very eyes with the way some of the parents are acting. And it's funny. You see certain people that come in and they take a look at the school. There's constitutional stuff everywhere. Yeah, I got it. So what? Join or die. And uh, and, they, and they walk out. And it's like, all right, so let me get this straight. You find this you find this place of self-defense and, and preservation, especially for children, and, and a great place overall for fitness. You find it offensive, so you're gonna walk out the other. I mean, what, what what would you like me to put in there? A rainbow flag. I want you to put a rainbow flag better? with the unicorn. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no thanks. That's that, that's not what we do as martial artists. That's not what we do as patriots. That's not what we do as men. That, that's not how you're gonna help someone protect themselves. Let's join the rainbow coalition, everyone. So real quick, I just want to piggy. I just want to go back off of what we were saying about the Second Amendment stuff. So Adam, that that was just like I said earlier. 
there was just a lot of more or less multiple constitutional individual rights being violated in your case as far as with like i said fourth amendment stuff you know i mean the fact that they gave basically a bogus warrant to go inside your, your inside your premises of property in your dwelling that's just completely just downright disgusting and let me just you know you know i, I don't know if you exactly what uh how do i want to try to put it i don't know exactly how far you go into basically the the case of that or that scenario but can you basically just walk us through exactly what initially happened when they first showed up on your premises? Yeah, so I was I was pulled over about a block away from my house. Um, uh, they, mind you, they had somebody out here in front of my house at like two a.m. I'm normally up at three thirty in the morning, and I normally I'm normally out the door for work by four forty-five in the morning. Um, so I normally get up, smoke a cigarette, have a cup of coffee in the morning, and then get ready for work, drove out my driveway. And what I did is I made a right down my street, right? And then I realized that the, the I know, I, sh I probably shouldn't say it, but Starbucks was closed up the street from me. <laughs> so I, I flipped a bitch in the middle of the street, turned around to go to the one down the street from me. Um, and as soon as I made it in front of the local elementary school, in uh, that's when I got lit up. And in my mind, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh crap, crap. Uh, they're gonna, they're gonna, I'm gonna get pinched for a illegal U-turn. Right? So I was like, all right, whatever. You know, legal you turn fine. So I get out and they go, are you Adam Vina? I said, yes, sir, I am. They're all, uh, can you please step out of the vehicle? I said, what is this for? They said, uh, we'll tell you once you get out of the vehicle. So I get out, they get me out of the vehicle. They, they do the pat down, they do the search, they, they search me, they, they search them. The only good thing that they did is they drove my truck back to my house without impounding it, thank God. So then I get there and when when we pulled around the corner on my street, there was 15 officers sitting in front of my house. I thought I was, they, they came after me like I was El Chapo himself. I mean, seriously, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. yeah. They were after me like I was El Chapo. So I get here, I'm down the street from my, down the street from me, two, two fully clothed uh, uh, officers. I'm in handcuffs. They... At the, uh, at the time, I, because of financial reasons, I had to end up moving back in with my parents. Okay. Um, for legal costs, everything like that. Um, and, and child support was killing me. So I, I you know, I couldn't, I couldn't live. So I had to move back in with my parents. Yep, no, understandable. Get it, you know. Unbelievable. So 15 officers in front of my house, two, two fully clothed uh, police officers had me cuffed. I was cuffed for six hours. They asked me for the gun safe. Um, code. Um, at the time, I was like, well, fine, I'll give it to you. So I gave them my gun safe code. Um, they woke my parents up at 5 a.m. Um, um, they came down, they told them they tore, tore apart my room, tore apart the house, tore apart the my gun safe, um, took everything out of my gun safe. They took two uppers, they took uh, my nine millimeter uh, slide from me, they took a, a very expensive um, uh, barrel, nine millimeter barrel from me. You got it. They took my my thirty out six. They took my uh, and my Ruger my Ruger ten twenty two that I had in there. Um, and again, I, it w that was not my way to say I'm going to stick it to the man. They can't do nothing to me. It, it's something that I com just completely totally forgot those two. I turned in everything else, but I just fucking forgot about those other two guns in my safe again it's not me sticking it to the man um and they sit me down at my house um still handcuffed won't give me my cell phone 
They're using my cell phone as evidence. That's another thing they took from me. I, they would not take me out of the handcuffs to dial my supervisor to tell him that I was not coming into work that day. They dialed for me. I had to call, call my supervisor to let him know that I was calling out sick. And at 6.30 a.m., they, they finally paraded me out in front of the house. Unbelievable. Right? Paraded me out in front of the house and put me in the squad car. And they told me they're all, we're, we're, you're being arrested. They, mind you guys, they didn't know what they were, they were coming after me for. They didn't know why they were arresting me. They were on the phone with people asking what, what they were going to do. Are we arresting him? Are we letting him go? Go. They had no idea. Finally, the, the, the head police officer, the head detective finally came in and said, all right, uh, go ahead and arrest him. I said, what are you guys arresting me for? They're all restraining order violation. Well, what, what, what was the restraining order violation? And then they said, did you call your ex-wife, your ex-girlfriend back to talk to your son? I said, yes. You know you're not supposed to do that. And I said, I was not calling her to yell at her. I was calling her to reestablish my court-appointed FaceTimes with my son. That's why I called back. I, I, I texted her. I said, do not cut my time off short with my son. And then I re-engaged in the FaceTime conversation. That's why they arrested me. So just simply for being a father, that's why you initially got arrested. And then hence why you got all your you know, uh, quote-unquote, you know, firearms, everything else just taken away and ripped out like an animal, basically. And but that, here's while my you were thing. just trying to do the lawful thing and, and you had time to FaceTime him. Yeah, yeah. And they didn't take my wallet with me, guys. I had a post bail. They didn't take my wallet. I didn't have a cell phone. I had to walk 10 miles from the court, from the police department, all the way home because I had no way to make a phone call. No money on me. They didn't take my wallet. They didn't take anything. I didn't know when I was getting out, so I'm sitting in jail. Mind you, this, this again, I went to court on my court-appointed day. I bailed out, did what I was supposed to do, went to court that the, the, a month later, two months later. The bail bondsman didn't tell me that I was supposed to call in, check in every Friday, right? So I go to court on time, an hour early. They revoked my bond, and I was rearrested. In Pasadena, I sat in a little tiny cell, handcuffed for nine and a half hours. I was handcuffed to a fucking chair. Like you're, like let's see, you're let's a see, common criminal for for facetiming your son. Okay, yeah. okay, Justice. Def system. Definitely politically motivated, without a doubt. And like I said, that you know, this is what this kind, this is the type of stuff they'll do to flex their their ego to basically prove a point that they'll take somebody like this that has never had a criminal record, never basically ever been in trouble with the law, and this is the prime example of what you get. You know, that's exactly what it was. They, they needed someone to use, and, that, and unfortunately, just like most people that have been in this unfortunate circumstance, this is what they choose to do. And this is nothing new. You know, I mean, if you want to take a step back further, this happened actually during with the founding fathers as well, because they were all facing very similar circumstances if this country right. did not become established. I mean, they were, they were basically facing hanging. I mean... You know, not to say that that's basically the same fate you are facing, but, you know, God God knows maybe now 10, 15 years, you could have been close to, you know, seeing basically the end of a, of electric chair. That's the way, that's the way the state is so radicalized. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yep. Right. yep. You know, God forbid, so that, but, you know, that, that's the way they're treating this. And that's not fair to anybody, especially you. Yeah. You know, because you're the one that's got to deal with the emotional distress. You're the one that's got to basically hit, take the financial hit of not being out of work. And then also possibly 
jeopardize losing your job as well. That's not fair because I'll tell you what, the state's not going to reimburse you. They're not going to let you go on on, on assistance. <laughs> if you no. lose your job, it's all well. You know? They're completely against you, obviously. Yep. So you you have all these ad, all these odds stocked, stacked against you in, in that sense of things. And that's not, yep. that's not fair. No, it's not fair. Again, I can handle it. As a man, I can handle it. It's not being able to protect my son yeah. from this. That's the that's the hardest part, you know, is not being able to save my son, you know, not being able to save my son. Well, hopefully, when he when he he gets older, able to take a look at these interviews because I'll save them, and if everyone wants to see them, I'll just say, hey, proof's in the pudding there. Yeah. You, either you're gonna listen to uh, all the lies your mom's telling you, or you're gonna listen to the well, truth. Not, not just the lies that she's saying, but also the state too, because it's oh, like he's Adam, I personally believe what you said about the state because what happened was I'm not saying this. I'm I'm not saying this, but it works kind of on both sides of the fence here. But let's let's be honest here. Most women are easily uh, are a lot more easy to manipulate, and especially if you have a, a kind of like put it like a, 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 a attorney like that that's going to basically take someone like that that's already basically on that lefty side of things and is going to take them twist and manipulate the, the situation as well. You know. And that's exactly what happened with your ex, is that they completely manipulate the situation. They, they're taking advantage because they're the like, in the back of their heads. incentivize the whole entire thing. Yeah. But attorney, most attorneys are, are basically, how can I make money out of this? What's going to be the, the, the most way to get profitable and capital gain out of this, out of this case? Like they do with everything else. How can I further victim, you know, victimize the woman? Yep. So that way we can just uh, pass some more laws against uh, the man and just continue with this agenda of a fatherless home and and a single woman on benefits and let's let's just, just demasculize all the little boys across america yeah yeah and another thing that i didn't tell you guys either is that that before aiden was born she had a previous son right i took in i took that responsibility on my own wow. i took him on as my own son then he was diagnosed with autism how many fathers do you how many stepfathers do you know that would take on one somebody else's responsibility and take on another uh, someone else's responsibility that has special needs. And you know, I did. I I sat. I sat in a room because of his autism was so bad. I sat there and watched him beat up his mom, and there was nothing I could do about it. He wasn't beating it up because he was beating her up because she was, just, but because of the autism. Because, yeah, you know, they have their meltdown. Yeah. You know what you mean? They can't. They can't help it. That's exactly what it is. I went to. Before Aiden was born, I went to I went to parent teacher conferences to try to figure out how to help him. I went to therapy sessions to try to figure out how to help him. You know, I did all this stuff to try to help this little boy because I knew that he was going to have a difficult road down the down the down the way because of his autism. And I accepted that and I took that on as my own somebody else's responsibility. Yeah, but you know, I went though, Adam. I'm gonna be honest. Like I said. You know, not only that, that goes to show what kind of character you have, but also that goes, it takes a very special person to go into that knowing, knowing exactly how to deal with that. And, you know, like I said, I actually, you know, I have a lot of respect for that already. You know, just besides the fact for your own son, but the fact you want to take somebody else's kid as well, treat them like your own, that, that, that takes a, that takes more than a man. And that's why, I, that's just what it is. And it's not Thank you. actual facts that if you take the majority of people in the LGBT 3PO community, they already have been diagnosed and misdiagnosed or actually diagnosed with autism and ADHD on, on, on an extreme scale. It's you know, just, I mean, 
I mean, if you, take really a, if you take a look at the majority of the people that support this stuff, do they look normal to you? Do they act normal to you? No, absolutely not. And it's not, it's not a knock on people that have any type of a disability mentally, but this is what they take advantage of. This is what they're, this is who is easily manipulated, people. Yeah. And again, this, this is just a sad state of affairs that we're going to continue to see, uh, keep seeing if these issues just don't get addressed. And like I said, I hate, I hate repeating myself. I hate sounding like a broken record. But no. this this is the reality. Yeah. And, yep. And, you yep. Know, this is and to, to your viewer, I don't know what her name is. Um, the PCNC mama. Yeah. Autism kids are smart, man. No, they that are. That little boy. That little boy was. Oh my God. He was. Yeah. Well, usually they they're they're hyper focused on certain things, and if and if they 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 focus on it to the point where they can. They're more intelligent on the subject than anybody. Yeah, I, I also have autistic students in my school, and they're just they're they make amazing martial artists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The and hardest part with me was focus on things. Yeah, the hardest part with me with 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 uh, her other son with the autism was he went he he would talk to us. He wouldn't talk to anybody else, but then he went six months quiet. He didn't say a word for six months. And that was the one of the hardest things to deal with was six months of not hearing that little boy talk, you know, and you know, it was, it definitely put a strain on our relationship. It definitely put a strain on, on our relationship because if anybody knows who has a kid with autism, it, it puts a real strain on, on the relationship, you know, and you know, it was definitely, definitely a strain yeah. on us, you know, because you have to adapt and you kind of have to, figure out it's almost like a I mean that's why they, they give it the puzzle logo because you have to figure out exactly what works, you know? Right. And right. you know, like I said, I correlate to that as well because I have a family member that's also autistic as well. But, you know, it's just again, this is what the, the how do I put it? This is the reality again of the core reality of what we're dealing with essentially and it's just it's really it's a damn shame because you know what? All these people that are have these disabilities and stuff like that, they're being exploited, taking advantage, just like the children do. I mean look yeah, just to kind of get off the topic here for a minute, you want to talk about like taking advantage of, you know, here in New York, you know, in the state of the grand, the, how do I put it, the wonderful state of New York, when Cuomo uh, was governor right before we had this. Uh, I heard he was a what? Name I heard he was a wonderful governor. No, yes, he was. He was the best. <laughs> oh, I he was wonderful, all right. I asked him for his autograph. <laughs> he was, wor he was wonderfully uh, evil. But no, yeah. No, in all seriousness, when Cuomo was actually, you know, when Cuomo was in as governor. He flat out basically massacred all the elderly in the nursing homes and took advantage of them. Because you want to know why they target the elderly? Because the elderly basically have the wisdom and they are wise to know exactly the mistakes of what not to make. That's why they were targeted and that's why they were basically cast, cast out. And they, right, they, they were basically defenseless. They were defenseless. So, they, they couldn't yeah. protect against uh, being wheeled around from nursing home to nursing home and then being, you know, um, being put in a room with uh, COVID positive patients and then everyone ends up dying, getting sick. And even with the vaccines, the same thing. You know, you know how many senior citizens weren't allowed to say no to the vaccines? So many. And that's the sad part. And you know what, like, you know, again, I don't want to get off topic here, no. because, you know, because I can all kind of beating around. But, you know, the whole thing was that it's like I said, it comes down to the whole, it's my, it's, it's our by our choices and stuff like that. We have the right to make these individualized choices and stuff like that, whether it be for ourselves or for our children. Like, I'm going to tell you guys this much. So I went to the doctor about, I don't know, seven years ago.
myself seven, eight years ago. That's, you know, like the, well, the last real physical I got because I, I don't really trust these doctors up here because they are so quick to shoot you up with stuff. So I'll tell, you, I'll tell you both gentlemen this, and everybody else that's listening. I went to the doctor's office, right? I'll never forget. I go in the clinic. This guy comes out. He has a, uh, like about 10 needles on the tray. I said, where do you think you're going with that? Well, he replies, oh, you're due for all these ammunition. I said, no, 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 no. I said, let me tell you something. I said, I'm like, first of all, I said, like, I want to know what's in it. He gets offended. He goes back. He goes back out of the room. Doctor comes in. She goes, you know, John, uh, what are you afraid? We're afraid of the shots. No, no, no. I'm afraid of what's afraid of the shot. I'm afraid. Yeah, I'm afraid. I'm afraid. No, I'm not afraid of the needle. I said, I'm afraid of what's in it. I said, can I please have the ingredients just to know what's in it? She walks out. She was like pissed. She goes out. She comes back in with the pamphlet. Now, in this pamphlet, when I opened it, it said on why I should get it. I said, I didn't ask for this. I said, I asked for the ingredients. I said, why are, why are you guys hiding this? Well, that's all we <laughs> they're, have. They're, they're mad because you're not giving them uh, their, their, their monthly bonus of all the injections but, that you gave to everyone else. But, but this is the problem is that Big Pharma, just like with the vaccines, has a hand on the transgender stuff. Like, Adam, I'll give you an example. Yes, right? I, I had a family member that had actually a, um, how do I put it, like had a meltdown. Right? Like I told you, he's autistic. Mm. And what ended up happening was we went to the doctors. Or sorry, we went to the hospital. We were there for about a week. They, they were just, you know, the staff. They were good, but they weren't trained enough to know exactly how to deal with it. And the sad part was this. I said, this is BS. I said, I'm like, you guys can't help my family member that's in need, but you guys are willing to basically help some 13-year-old trans weirdo that, that wants to get his genitalia cut off and stuff yeah, like no, that. That's perfectly no fine. We have surgeries for that. We, we can fix that. No we problem. We can't, help, we can't help special needs children. How does that work? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My son got the vaccine, the COVID yeah. vaccine, at, mm -hmm. at four years old. And I spoke out, again, I spoke out against it. And they, they basically, I said, I don't understand why he needs to get the vaccine when he's perfectly, I just well, want to say what's up to my buddy. Unfortunate but, byproduct of, of having the single mom do everything and just doing everything with emotions and feelings. Yeah. And not being able to say what's up to my buddy. Oh. My brother from another mother just jumped on my buddy, Jacob. What <laughs> up, Jacob? He's a, that's, that guy, Jacob, he's, he's, he's my brother from another mother. He is, he's one. A big supporter of mine. He uh, that's uh, Aiden's uncle right there, and uh, he got some uh, made some shirts. Oh, nice. um, For Aiden to help to, to help me out. Um, I'm I'm pretty sure that uh, my mom loves uh, loves him more than uh, she loves me. Sometimes. <laughs> that's <laughs> he's a solid. He's a real solid dude, man. That guy. That's awesome. That that's exactly yeah. what you. That's that's what you need, though. You need people like that. Like like Frankie said, like this whole thing with my son as well. Like. He has been one of the most upso uh right, one of the most people have actually been supporting me throughout this whole process as well in my case. You know, like I said, it's not extreme. Like I said, we're on the same wave but just different boat, you know? It's just right. that you know, you got more waves on yours, you know. Little Hollywood, spot on. I worked in the medical field for fourteen years. There's no money in a cure. Everyone knows that. Yeah, right? well, it's just, no one should like be having that COVID else. vaccine, especially children. Thank you. But no, gentlemen, this is this is the this is the tide that we're headed. And you know what's really funny is that Everybody talked about, like, we're talking about waves and stuff like that. Everybody talked about this big red wave coming. And, you know, like, it was just such a fart because it was just, like, they really stole everything from us from within the 2020 election. Like, we could have easily had the House, the Senate, and everything else. But, you know, what the fact of the matter is this is that it doesn't really matter because most of these politicians are bought and paid for, like, stock exchange, you know? Of course they are, and that's the whole point. America's soul has been bought and paid for. It's been sold to foreign entities. It's been sold to the New World Order, to the Kabbalists of the world. And that's what we have to really ultimately get ready for. And the children, most importantly, have to be protected. Yep. Period. Yep. 
Because so, without them, there's not going to be a future generation that's going to be strong enough to fight this next wave of hell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the one thing I do want to say is, um, so I, I hope you guys watch the Sean Ryan podcast. There was actually a guy of the name of Eddie Penny. And uh, Adam, I don't know if you ever heard of him. I, I recommend it's about a two hour podcast. You're on your way to work. I highly, I'll send it to you. Recommend it. Okay. Eddie Penny, basically, the former Navy SEAL. This guy basically flat out went through like hell in a handbasket, um, being uh, spent over, or sorry, sent overseas, special operations, the whole nine yards. He was actually in a really intense custody battle of fighting for three children while also fighting overseas. And what ended up happening was, I, I don't guess, like I, I don't know, the, I can't remember exactly what state he was in. Um, but he ended up actually winning and getting full custody of all three of his children. And he even said, he goes, to try to fill two roles as a father was hard, but he did it. And he actually ended up finding someone that actually had common sense uh, and morals and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, just through, you know, just through meeting her and stuff like that. But it's it's a rarity, especially now in these modern women, because you don't get that anymore. But nope. my, my point was that, like, when he was overseas, because Sean asked him in the, in the podcast, he goes, let me ask you a question. He goes, how did you separate when it was go time and when it was on your, it was on your uh, about your family? He goes, when I was laser focused in being a SEAL, he goes, that's what I had to focus on. When I came back, I had to play dad, you know? So right. I had to basically kind of be two places at once. But when I was over there, it was just game on. Because if I didn't do my job proficiently and well, then my children and everything else that I have fought for up until that very point would suffer as well. So that's, yeah. the, whole, that's the whole point is that, like, you know, if, if a guy like that can go through stuff, one on, and, you know, I just find that story very, very inspiring because you take somebody like that that's just an average dude. Yeah, the only difference is he's a trained, you know, a professional trained, you know, a individual with a unique set of skills, you know. And... You know that could be anybody in that, in that in that scenario, obviously, right? But yeah. that's that's just the whole point. Like I said, in your case is that you know what it is, what it is, and you, like I said, you'll get through it, and that's just the bottom line. Yeah, and yeah. it's yeah. yeah. Adams, I'm telling you right now, I have a funny feeling. I don't know why. Just bear with me. I don't know why this thought came out of my head. If you know when Aiden gets out of this this uh, one world of problems that you know, that's he's confronted with right now, his story is going to be a testament of time. And people are going to look back, and he's going to basically be an inspiration for everybody else that is going through that very same exact thing. I guarantee yeah. it. I'm telling you. Yeah, well said. Yeah, because I love, people, I love that. Yeah, yeah, because people are going to look at them like, wow, you know what? He went through something I went through, if not similar, because you know everybody kind of goes through the similar, uh, sorry, similar emotions, but not quite the same. But if he can reach out to one person when he gets older and tell his story, you know that that would that's going to be really uh, that's really going to stand. Um, what do you call it? I can't think of the word. It's really gonna stand exactly everything he went through, and that, and that it was, in a way, it, it was messed up, but it was worth it because that'll basically show how far as he came, uh, overcame everything. Yeah, they're only creating more of a monster that's gonna be eventually <clears throat> their failed experiment, and then it's gonna turn around and bite him in the butt. You know, so so they're not kudos gonna win. They're, when that actually not, does happen. Your your son's gonna triumph over everything, man. I'm telling you, I I, I just have that sense of that, and that's why that's what I feel. Thank you. No, I, seriously. I, 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 I appreciate that. I, you know, I, I really do. I really do. I'm hoping that the the appeals court sees it my ways and sees all the evidence and um, turns this completely over, you know. And, uh, again, if I have to do supervised visitations, which I don't need, I'll do supervised visitations. Yeah. And like I said, anything supervised that, like visitations said, as if you're going you're gonna to do something. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely terrible by being a good father. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why this whole case has to do with the affirming gender. You know, I'm not 
affirming his new gender. Um, you're not conforming. And, yeah, that's even better. Uh, affirming, <laughs> affirming his gender that your ex gave to him. And I am, a, yeah, and I am affirming, I'm affirming that my son was, was born a boy. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, he was born a boy, and that's, that's what he'll stay as, you know. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, no, this is, this is where we're at. And you know what? Like, once I said again, as, as more time goes on, the more, um, <laughs> the more, I feel the more pressure you put on these court systems. And like I said, I know the appeals are expensive. Like, obviously, you know, it's, it's, an arm, it's literally an arm and a leg. I mean, I'm surprised they don't want to draw blood from you next, <laughs> to be honest with you, you know? But, yeah. you know, <laughs> with that being said, is that with these appeals and stuff like that, you know, this is what makes you laugh, though, right? Guys who are in prison, right? You said, like, Charles Manson, right? How is a guy like that able to get, you know, full custody, full everything and stuff like that? But you have someone on the outside that's worked their entire life. That's where, you know, the cards are stacked against the, 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 you know, the working man, you know? Yep. That's, that's when, I heard, when I heard that story, I was completely blown away that he, he, resumed, he kept custody of, of his kids and was a still alive. A psychopathic killer and gets to see his children, but yet you need supervised visitation rights. Yeah. Yep. And I know it no, sounds crazy. Unless you affirm his gender. Yeah. And that's why my dad couldn't see him. His, his grandson, because they, he wasn't, my dad wasn't, wasn't a friend. My dad, I was on a phone conversation with opposing counsel. And my dad came out and he goes, stop. He said something about that little boy's a boy and stop raising him anything different. And they used that against him in court. That what, That's why my, his grand, the grandparents can't see him. That's why the yep. grandparents can't see him. It's time yeah, exactly. to see from these tyrants. It's time to eliminate California completely as part of the United States. It's time, guys. Yep. You know, like I, I'm, I'm. You can't play fair with people who don't want to play fair from the start. No, yeah. but you know, I know uh, we've been on here for some time and stuff like that. I don't know if you guys want to share your final thoughts real quick. Adam, you being first because you're our guest, so <laughs> you're actually the first guest we've had. Um, that's actually in a know, while. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I think my final. I think my final thoughts are uh, uh, to parents. Um, hold your kids extra tight these days um, because there's some, there's some wicked, even if you're living in rural America, you know, still hold your kids extra tight um, when you have them close to you um, because you don't know when it might be the last time you're going to see them. Um, still continue to parents it's it's time that the parents stand up to our elected officials it's it's time that we the parents stand up to our school boards it's time that we the parents stand up to our faith-based leaders and, and, and it's time that we the parents stand up to ourselves also yeah we need to we need to like i said in my speech a few a couple weeks ago was we need, it's time for us to check our stitches um and um we need to our kids are under attack um and, and bring back the dinner table anytime i talk do a podcast i always talk about the specifics of the dinner table the dinner, dinner table is key in, in in families um that's where you learn everything about each other um especially parents that's where you learn about your kids what's going on in school who their friends are What's going on on there? I mean, the damn cell phone is the most one of the next evilest things that our kids True. have have got in front of them. Right. Um, we the parents, we need to check that damn social media. You know, we can us as adults, 
we can handle what we view. We can filter out what's bad or what's wrong, what's fake, what's not fake. But these kids, they soak it in as like a sponge. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the, the, the my, my, one of my last things is uh, parents just hold your kids extra tight. Um, um, and uh, yeah. And tell them you love them. I know it's us as men. It's, it's hard to tell our kids or love them, especially, you know, guys like me and probably you guys that we never heard. I love you from our fathers. Um, but um, like I said previously, man, I made sure I told my son I loved him every day because I didn't know when that was going to be the last time I saw him. Yeah. So. Right. And again, I think thanks to all the support out there, too. I don't know where I'd be without guys like you and Mom Army, Patriot Barbie, um, all the great support that I've had. I don't know. I probably would have jumped ship and moved to rural Wyoming where I, where I love to where I would love to live and, and try to make another life for myself somewhere in Wyoming, yeah. you know? So, yeah. yeah. Don't give up this fight. No. Not, one up, more, no. not one more child should have to be an actual victim yeah. of this ridiculous, domesticated, fabricated, delusional mindset that is the liberal Looney Tune left. Yeah. yeah. You know, exactly. you, you mess around with the children, then for me, that's the straw that broke the camel's back. Yep, yeah, exactly. And we're seeing that in California right now, guys. We're seeing there's a lot of great parental groups that are out here. Like uh, uh, Leave Our Kids Alone um, is a really good AV parent. Um, there's a there's a whole host. There's a gentleman uh, by the name of Manuk. He's the one that's spearheading a lot of this Leave Our Kids Alone movement. Um, and he's a father that is is his passion is to save his kids and save everybody's kids yep. um and we're also there's also a rally i know you guys are in new york but we're having a rally i won't be here i'll be in denver but there's going to be a rally in hollywood november 4th good on, right, right in the heart of needle land yeah um it's for the 13 fallen soldiers that we had in uh, afghanistan and it's just a basically an american uh patriot rally in the heart of like you said pedo land hollywood <laughs> so november 4th so if you follow yeah, if you follow Hollywood, if you follow Leave Our Kids Alone or Manuk, I'm, he does a lot of live feeds. He talks about some of these stuff, this stuff that's uh, being pushed on our kids here in California, especially in LA County. So, yeah, Frankie, so you just want to give your final thoughts, and then I'll go. <laughs> My final thoughts: um, stay relentless. Don't give up the fight against evil, uh, because that's how we're in this predicament from the start. We like we were saying before, we got too complacent. We became too blindsided by our own ambitions to realize um, how the how the 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 puppet master decides to pull the strings behind closed doors. Um, to be a patriot, to be a relentless patriot, that this is our duty. We have to be the safe guardians of our constitutional values and morals and principles. Because without the Constitution, my friends, we're nothing more than just another nanny state for the New World Order. Yep. We, the people, must stand and fight now. We cannot wait until everything is gone or until it's actually in our backyard because it already is. Yep. And, and, and as a, you know, a prominent leader, is that, that's what I consider myself to be in comparison to the majority of what we're dealing with. It's time. It's time. No more sitting back. No more going back to Netflix and chilling. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we, 
Oh, man. You know, no more just paying your taxes and going to work. This is what they're banking on, people. This is what they want to do to us for for eternity. This is their way of mocking God. This is their way of mocking the Christian male. This is their way of mocking anything that they're doing to us in front of our faces because they know we're not going to do anything until we start doing something. Yeah. It's time to start doing what our forefathers did in order for us to have a free nation. Otherwise, we're just another slave to the mind-controlled mechanisms of the elite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, our hearts and prayers go out to anyone that's going through a similar situation, if not worse. You know, and we pray for Aiden. Uh, and I, I want to say a couple other things uh, in terms of the children, the innocent children that have been lost. So as you guys know, there's wars going on left and right, up and down, different countries. Everyone has their own uh, reasons for it. Don't support it because that's also another way they get to harm the children. Yep. Don't support anything in terms of bombs and this and that or try to, or try to, to, to dehumanize one side or the other. Because, again, this is what's going on currently in our country where we're dehumanizing children and destroying their, 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 their childhoods, destroying their lives. Yeah. So that way they grow exactly. up messed up. They grow up with these ridiculous drugs that they have to be on or they grow up being a trans mess mite. We can't stand for this anymore, people. You know, like, like you hear every single conservative talk show host. Where have all the good man gone? It's time for us to awaken from our slumber yeah. and realize that we are the final stand in this battle. God is on our side no matter what. No matter what, we have to keep pushing and we have to keep praying and we have to stand in this fight. And we got to stand strong. We got to be uh, forever vigilant, it seems. Correct me if I'm wrong here, because the more the more uh, we decide to get distracted, the more we decide to be lazy, complacent, the more these people are going to be in power. Yep. And the more situations that Aiden, the Aidens of the world are going to have to go through. Yeah. Do we honestly want to sit back and see that happen? No. So, That's my final thoughts, Mr. Right. John. So I'm going to go. Um, yeah, my final thoughts initially is that, like, so today I was actually at church, and, um, you know, we talked about the Apostle Paul, right? So Paul basically was, you know, crucified for, or actually, well, in the sense of just, like, you take a look at what's going on with the free speech, right? It translates <laughs> everything that happened in the Roman tyrannical times where Jesus actually walked, uh, walked and, you know, um, spent most of his days, or sorry, final days, was it was in uh, tyrannical Rome. And it actually talked about um, Paul basically saying, look, I believe in God, I want to cling on to him, and for spreading the gospel— he was crucified. Now, we don't know really what happened to him in the sense of, like, how he died. But we know him, John, the rest of the, some of the apostles were killed. And they were basically crucified and made an example of. And this is no different than all three of us. Like I said, we're being crucified in the sense of, look, how many times we got kicked off, you know, and deplatformed, demonetized, etc. And this is nothing new that this, uh, has been going on. So my, my initial really uh, final thought is that Cling on to God. Make sure that basically we keep our, our, our traditional, hardcore, fundamental values in check. Yeah. And we basically have to, dra- and we have to drain the swamp, essentially. That's the only way we're going to get through this. And I mean that in every sense of the word. I'm talking about whether it be every single politician that supports this to every, you know, pedophile like Epstein or like serial uh, mental, uh, how do I put it, 
mental, basically uh, crazy person that's out there because we don't need these people near our children. Our children should be our first priority. That's right. right. I'm actually, I'm actually going to end off in prayer, uh, if, you know, just to pray over Aiden and just pray over you for Adam as well. And just uh, everything that's going on. Thank you. Yeah, so let's get right to it. Dear Lord, Heavenly Father, I just want to thank you uh, for allowing all three of us, along with the, the viewers and the followers, that you bless each and every individual person that's come on here um, and grant them basically the light and show them that you are the way and that your word is final, like you say, Lord. I also want to pray just for Aiden um, and his... Uh, what do you call it? his case that he's in lord that you give him the strength lord to go against everything that you talk about in your word lord that's wicked and evil and not just i also pray that the Cal state of california accepts the appeal and that those words lord have conviction have um a hundred percent credibility and fall back onto everything that's behind lord that your your hand is over that and shielding aiden from the wickedness that's going on in the state of california lord Lord, I also want to pray for Adam that you basically help him get on the right track and get this ball rolling on the process that he's facing um, with the state of California and Newsom and his cronies, Lord. Um, again, I also just want to pray for everyone that's going through something similar. Um, I also just want to pray for the state of um, Israel and Hamas that uh, the fighting just stops, Lord, and that senseless, you know, this, this senseless war just comes to a halt because there's no need, Lord, for senseless, innocent people to die on both uh, both sides, Lord. Um, so with that being said, I just pray that you bless your hand over every all these uh, abundance of issues, Lord, and that your my prayer or sorry, our prayers seek urgency to add on to your hand, Lord. I just pray that um, again, like I said, you just bless Adam and you help him uh, with his every day. You bless Frankie and myself and everybody else that's in this podcast listening. And make sure that they come before you. Because one day, Lord, we will all face judgment. And we will every tongue will confess like you say in the Bible. So with that being said, in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Thank well you. Said. That was a that great, was great prayer. Well, and you're exactly right. You know, so thank you again, Adam, for this opportunity. Yeah. No, thank um, you. Adam, listen. It's our pleasure. It's a true pleasure. We, we really would, do appreciate having you on. It we're going to do it again. Podcast. Um, we would definitely hope to like you to have you or have you come on soon, <laughs> you know? Okay. Um, Absolutely. That, you know. And everyone, yeah. everyone that's, uh, that, that's tuning in listening, if you also would like to say a couple things, don't be shy to reach out. I'd be happy to have you on here as well. Mm -hmm. You know, this, this, this network of patriots is different than, than the Stephen Crowder show or the, uh, you know, Alex show. I mean, even with Alex Jones, he allows everybody to call in, everyone to come on. This is what we're truly about here. So if you really want to get some stuff out, this is what we have here. This is different than any other platform. Yep. Despite all the difficulties we're having with being censored and banned, we, we just, we've had enough. And we're here for everyone. Yep. So... Like I said, you know, it was, a, it was a real pleasure, Adam. It was an honor to have you. Um, like I said, we will continue to do everything we can. We'll get you out some uh, RP apparel. Um, like okay. I said, after the podcast, we just want to talk to you. Or reach out to me or myself, or sorry, myself or Frankie, and we'll get in, uh, We'll make sure okay. that we get some stuff out, too. Awesome. I appreciate you guys. Thank you so yeah, much. We appreciate I really, that, having you on here, man. It was, it was a real pleasure. Yeah. You know, thanks, thanks for sharing your story. Yeah. Thanks for letting me share. Um, and yeah. thanks for that prayer for Aiden. Um, he needs it. He really does. He Stand so, beside you, man, and for him. We're thanks, you. brothers. I, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. All right. Yeah, All right, no guys. Problem. Thank Keep you again contact. for tuning in, and uh, we'll be back here, same Patriot time, same Patriot channel next week.
<laughs> All right, guys. Take care, man. Right. Take care, Adam. You guys, thank, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to the Relentless Patriots podcast. Don't forget to follow us on social media and visit us on the web at www.therelentlesspatriots.com.